The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. on for another minute and a half. We get the idea. Kath and I uh, made it with seconds to spare uh, for the 42,000 of you that were watching us on my YouTube channel, my gaming channel now. It's all we're going to show on there is gaming videos as I become a professional gamer. The 42,000 of you that watched us complete from start to finish Parappa the Rapper with literally seconds to spare. Literally Se- I mean, let's say literally seconds. It was like eight minutes, eight minutes of seconds to spare. But 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 it was tense. It was exciting, and we completed Parappa the Rapper, guys. We are living the dream. Hey, Brittany, we completed Parappa the Rapper. 
Hello? Yeah. Brittany, we completed Parappa the Rapper. It was fabulous. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Were you watching? Yeah. Way! Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, um, Brittany. We were doing it for people like you, for guys like you, for the little people. That's who we were doing it for, and we we really hope you got as much entertainment out of it as we did. Brittany, I don't believe we've spoken before. What's taken you so long? No, I was just... I just wanted to say I used to watch you on I Must Live, and (laughs) I loved it. Hey! Well, there you go. Thank you very much indeed. You were my biggest fan. I was your biggest fan? Well, I was your biggest fan. I would have carried posters and pictures of you into the jungle, but they wouldn't allow it. Partly uh, because of the rules of the game. Partly because the age thing was a little bit inappropriate. But, um, uh, well, I'm glad you... Did you... Here's the question, though, Brittany. Let's, Let's talk meat and potatoes. Did you vote for me? Yes, of course I did. How many times did you vote for me? Five. The free ones. Hang on a minute, hang on. Five? Yeah, I voted twice. Oh. So, t- for the oh, whole no. the whole series, you only did, what, five votes? Yeah. Oh, but you, but you got five free. You said you were, you said I was your biggest fan. That's not, that's, um... Well, hey, listen, it doesn't matter. I'm glad. I'm glad you voted. Um, I'm, gl- I'm glad. Hey, when do you think every everybody, because like, a lot of people are bored of it now, when do you think everybody's going to be bored about the jungle? Never. Never! That's what we'll tell them on Twitter. Brittany, what did you do today? I want three things that you... No, i tell you what I want. I want two things you learnt today. Two things I learnt. Yes, two things that <laughs> when you went to bed last night, you didn't know them, but you, when you go to bed tonight, you're going to know them. Uh, my boyfriend can't cook pancakes. Your, bo- your boy... Here we go. This is what we're talking he about. Burnt them, he burnt them. He, your boyfriend cannot make pancakes? <laughs> no. I don't think anybody knows how to make a pancake. And also... I can make a pancake. Pa- well, Catherine makes a pancake. But pancakes are pony, aren't they? Um, I don't really like gumbo no. salad. No one likes them. What What do you have on top of your pancakes? He said, as, Nutella. Almost as a, Nutella. That seems to be the fashion this year. Is smearing something. How old are you, uh, Brittany? Eighteen. Okay, that seems to be the fashion this year. Sme- smearing something on there that looks and tastes like shit. And Whoa. um um, but 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 everyone's everyone in the world loves Nutella apart from me. I hate it. It's, Why? It's, it's got because it, right. Because it's too nutty. It's too nutty. <laughs> right. And um, because the it, the chocolate, it doesn't taste like nice chocolate. It's a bit sicky, isn't it? Isn't it? It's a bit sicky. But everyone, everyone in the world... Right, it, here's the thing. Can we find tonight, between now and Paul Ross at one o'clock, can we find another human being who doesn't like Nutella? I bet we can't. It's just me. Yeah. What was the second thing you learnt today? Um... Uh, Just one thing. I don't know. Hmm. I can't think. Um, What have I done today? I haven't really done much today. I went to come and come home. My um, health visitor came and she'd done a baby massage on my baby. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said on your baby, because if she'd just come and done a baby <laughs> massage on you, I would say you've not got a very good health uh, visitor. How old's your baby? She's a month old. Oh, mate! They're still precious and still tiny at a month old. Um, And um, I remember... uh, I remember with the first boy... Our first boy. 
our first baby, who was a boy. They're both boys, so it was the first boy. Their sentence was correct, it was just weird. That we went to, we went to everything, and we went to baby massage classes, and you sat there, because they're babies, you're not allowed to, you, you can't really do the shoulders and the neck thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I wonder, Catherine, I wonder how much babies get out of oh, baby massage. Oh, mine used to love it. I had a DVD. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. she um, loves her baby massage. She does, oh. I guess. She hates the bath, though. Yeah. Chase the bath, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That that happens. You wait. My youngest um, was telling my mu- uh, my um, well his mum today that he was gonna he was gonna kill her. So <laughs> you've got you've got that to like six in six years time. That beautiful little pure creature will be telling you to shut up and saying he's going to kill you. On she, the upside, yes. He yeah. did warn her. Yeah. He didn't just do it. That's true. But now she's living <laughs> in perpetual fear. Um, oh, that's good. So everyone's healthy and well. How are you feeling after it? Good. Yeah? Yeah, I had a C-section. Oh. Did you... Was your boyfriend there for that? Yeah. Did he look inside your tummy? No, they wouldn't let him. Oh, no. Uh, Did you... Right, and I know you're distracted and there's air and gas and there may be epidural... I don't know what was... But it's it's, it's a busy time for a woman giving birth. Yeah, I was laughing my head off. Of course you were. Did you not, in your stoned state, lean forward and look inside your stomach... (laughs) No. Did you not try and did you not try and tickle your intestines? There's a curtain there, no. isn't it? Yeah, but you'd still you still go, come on, I let I remember being stoned or being drunk and, and um you know, seriously injuring parts of my body and you know if so if your stomach is open, it's the only chance, hopefully, hopefully, unless there's a horrific accident, it's the only chance you've got to see inside yourself, to see the person you really are. Um oh, and even Laris look. Did you not, did you not, what I would have done, did you know you are going to have a C-section? Two days before right, I did. Right, here we go. This is my tip for everybody. You know you've got to put your, pack your bag, right, with, with um, towels and clean pyjamas and underwear and all that stuff, right? What you want to do, yeah. um, you want an extendable stick, and on the end of it, you want to stick a little round mirror. And then yeah. when, they're, when they're cutting you open, say to you for, get me. Give me the stick with the mirror. Give me the stick with the mirror. It's like, like just get, and they get it. So you get it, and then while they're cutting you open, you haven't got to move. You just, uh, uh, you just extend the stick, and then angle the mirror, and you can see inside You're yourself. Weird. You are weird. I want to see inside I Brittany. I want to put my hand inside Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> the fact you didn't think of it means you are a normal person. Yeah. Um, you going to have any more babies? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's the last thing on your mind, isn't it? Are you getting any sleep? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Brittany, and thanks for calling up. Nice to talk to you. All right. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I like, I like callers like that. Yeah, I do. Nice. Respectful. Um, but um, I would say disappointing that she didn't create. That's a great invention, isn't it? That's a, one of those extendable sticks. Like a selfie stick with a mirror on it. Oh, I've invented a selfie stick. Or a selfie stick. Let's get a and selfie stick. There we go. Uh, forget everything I've just said. Uh... Uh, get a selfie stick with a phone on it. Or... Um, film it in, three, in th- 360. Or, yeah. and this could be useful yeah. because they used to always do yeah. it on royal wedding years. Yeah. Blue Peter, one of those periscopes made out of a box. Um, the um, 0344 is the phone number. The royal wedding has been announced. My wife messaged me saying, I'm thinking of renting out the house during royal wedding week. And I'm like... It's your house, you know. I mean, uh, but it's, you know, okay. She thinks she'll still be in it. No, 
She doesn't understand Airbnb. She's gone off on her first Airbnb, but she's loving it. They're having a great time. Um, but then I heard, so Radio 4, this was yesterday, I think, the Royal Wedding schedule was announced. And the Radio 4 said, and the, the Royal Procession will then go on Sheet Street. And he started laughing at Sheet Street. So my doctor's is. So my doctor's is. So my old doctor's is. But she can't laugh at Sheet Street. Well, because it sounds like sheet. Like a Mexican saying sheet. It's like sheet. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Royal Wedding. I'm looking forward to Windsor at last being cleared of those homeless people. You see, They're talking about fining them, aren't they? Yeah, fine them. Well, fining them with what money? I think, I think there's a fine in place already. Because I heard, the story I heard was that they were going to increase the fine to £100. And, all right, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, bear with me. I sort of get it to a certain extent because there are three sites where big old piles of stuff are left, okay? Big old piles of stuff are left. Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, okay? Bear with me. Big old, there's a bus stop. There's outside the closed budgeons, and that's it, actually. So when you say piles of stuff, what, like, mattresses? Oh, and... yeah, kind of. It's, it's like, it's a big pile. Two big piles. And I, 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 I kind of think that that is, that is a, is a safety hazard. Particularly Windsor, because the Queen, the Queen... Here's the thing you don't know, guys. The Queen doesn't really live in Buckingham Palace. She spends most of her time in Windsor. That's a fact. Everyone thinks, oh, she lives in Buckingham Palace. She don't. She lives in Windsor. And they have the changing of the guard. So having piles of things in a huge tourist attraction that would be a prime target for um, ISIS is not the greatest, the greatest thing. But, of course, fining these poor souls any amount of money, but something as extortionate as £100. Because, um, um, let me think. Um, oh, yeah, they haven't got jobs and they won't have the money. And then I mentioned this um, yesterday when I was in Bognor, when I was filming for Loose Women, uh, with the cameraman and the sound guy who I'd never met before. And um, they brought the story up or something. I said, yeah, yeah, I think that's out of order. And then one of the, then they said, yeah, of course, you know, they're all loaded. Sorry, what? What, what? <laughs> he said, they're all loaded. I said, what, the beggars? He said, yeah, 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 they're all loaded. I mean, there's loads of places they could go to. They just choose not to. And I said, right, I said... I didn't really want to get into it because I was working with them, but it was been. Um, so I said, so right, well, yeah, there are places they could go to. Um, I don't know if there are enough beds for them to go to, but there's no way that they're loaded. They're not loaded. I, I try and speak to them. There's, there's, there's the ones outside Budgeons. I tend not to speak to because they're normally very drunk and normally. The few times I've seen them, they're quite drunk and, and they are quite loud. And they have quite big... Obviously, it's the three of them and they've got a very angry relationship. But the, there's, a, there's a woman up outside McDonald's and there's, there's someone else up there. And I always try and speak to them and say hello and um, stuff. They're not loaded. What's this? Isn't this nonsense is getting to it? I'm ashamed that I used to live in Windsor and that's what's going on. Listen, we know that certain newspapers in particular have zoned in on the fact... Yep that a minority of people yep. exploit people's kindness by pretending to be out on the streets. We know that this happens, and it's that whole thing of, and then I followed him around the corner and they got him to a Mercedes. Here's, but that's not everyone. Here's the campaign, uh, and we start it now. What, what, what the date is, the, I haven't got the papers, by the way. Get it in the next page. The 13th of February, we start the campaign now, right? 
The Royal Wedding is in May, something like that. May something. Come to Windsor, right? Windsor's awesome. Come to Windsor, but come to Windsor dressed up as a homeless person. That's that's what we need to do, right? Come to Windsor on the day of the Royal Wedding dressed as a homeless person. Not to make light of homeless people at all, au contraire, to highlight the fact that the council is run by a bunch of absolute snobs and arseholes who haven't got a grip. I mean, Windsor is a very, very well-to-do area, right? Very, very well-to-do area. And most people live in there, not all of them, most people have got a few quid. I've got a few quid, and I don't even live there anymore. You know, but, but, you know, Windsor's a well-to-do area. And the arrogance and just the sheer awfulness of the council to, first of all, say, we've got to clear the streets, then, then to say, well, we're going to find them. They're finding every legal way they can do to, to, to make these poor souls move on to slough. Because Slough's not as nice as Windsor in the Royal... Fa- so, on the, the ro- day of the Royal Wedding, and we're going to organise this, guys, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. I want you to come to Windsor and um, show solidarity for um, uh, poor souls who have fallen on bad times, had a bit of a bad luck, maybe they've had a marriage breakup, maybe they've lost their job, or for whatever reason... Uh, mental health and, 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 and drug and alcohol dependency. That's a tiny part of it. For whatever reason, these poor souls have found themselves in a situation that we hope we never will be. Support them by coming down to Windsor on the day of the royal wedding uh, dressed as a homeless person. And then we'll all go around and we'll buy all the homeless people lunch and stuff like that. Let's do that. It's a pity the council weren't bothered about these people before the royal yeah, wedding. You know, yeah, you could put it? some money into housing them. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, oh, I'm on the end. and stripper grands. It depends who you with, and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative. You're listening to Talk Radio. Maybe you've got it on your DAB. Maybe you've downloaded the smartphone app, or perhaps you've gone to the website talkradio.co.uk. This show is on Monday to Friday, ten till one at night. I've done it, Catherine. Don't worry. Uh, let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Evening, Ian. How Evening. are you, mate? Very, very well. Sweaty, but feeling satisfied because Catherine and I completed Parappa the Rapper. And I would say the workload was... It's a PlayStation game. The workload was shared about 50-50. Well, I was quite well, chuffed yeah. because it's my 50/50. first time on that... ask for more than that, can No, it's my first time on that game, and I didn't disgrace myself. There we go, you see? It's all good. Well it's all good. What you got for us, Nigel? I've got a couple of questions. Yep. I watched your video with your mother taking her out. Well done. It was beautiful. Thank really you. Fantastic. Yes. Can I ask you a personal question? And it crosses over for me from James's show. Yes. Your father. Yes. Is he still around? No, he died five years ago. Um, it's about four days to the day, five years ago. Oh, really? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, That's right. That. Uh, James's show was fantastic. It touched on uh, lung cancer, which my father suffered from. Yeah, but was never a smoker, so it was very uh, it was interesting to hear other people's skew on that. Uh, uh, we heard bits and pieces of James's show, and um, 
Uh, I've been feeling a bit funny about death recently because of the anniversary of my dad and because of seeing my mum in uh, on telly and, and loads of things. So I, I listen. I dipped in and out of James's show, and I've been aware of um, that. You know, I, I, we've kind of known for a while here that that you know that things haven't been going particularly well at home with Mrs. Whale, and um, uh, I thought he, I thought what I heard was brilliantly done. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, uh, you know, that's it. that's why James Whale is 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 and has been for a very long time. Yeah. Well, let me finish. Is one of is one of Britain's best broadcasters, and I wish him and I miss uh, wish Mrs. Whale uh, all the happiness and and joy and luck that that one can can wish people like that. But well done, James, and well done, Mrs. Whale, for for sharing their story so honestly. Do you remember when he had that TV phone-in radio show? Yes, of course I do. Many many moons ago, that was my introduction to. Radio phone in. It was fantastic. His TV show, radio show, was like the internet before the internet was invented. Yes. Yep, that's yes. what it was. He used to get irate at people. It was so humorous. It was so funny. Oh, he's a nasty piece of work. You should you should see him in, out. You should see him in the office. He's a nasty piece of work, yeah. He's a horrendous oh, human being. I've heard he's terrible. Yeah. Disastrous. Yes. Disastrous, little rascal. Yes. yes. Any, but, uh, anything else, Nigel? Uh, no, not tonight. Thank Good you very much. Thank che- you. Cheers, Ta ta. Um, let's go to Matt. Evening, Matt. Good evening. Good evening My name Matt. is Matt, and I also do not like Nutella. There at we all. go. Well done. I'm, I see. I'm getting some support for that. By the way, I'm not. Di- you know, Nutella is a great brand. I'm not dissing it. I'm not saying. It. I'm just saying I don't like it, and I don't understand how everywhere you go. You can have Nutella with... Everywhere you go, there's Nutella. And my family like it, and I have to serve it up for my boys. That's not a breakfast. I have to put it on their toast for breakfast. That's not breakfast, and I hate it. And I've got, I've got to put Nutella on it. It makes me wretch. Oh, but, but well done, uh, Matt. Thank you for that. But it's also a weird obsession where people that love it genuinely love it, as if it's some secret cult. Yep. And if you... I remember I said in a meeting once, and we're just making small talk. Someone said something about Nutella. This is before I tried it. I told him I had it. And you would have thought that I just cursed and said the worst possible words in the world as if it was the most sacrilegious thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. And it gets to the point where when we had a client dinner, we had a, there's a, a couple different of those Nutella bars. What? At different places where you can go and get, uh, you know, Nutella. Now, not with alcohol, but the, uh, you know, just a hang generic on. term. Hang on, Nutella. And, uh, hang on, you're telling me yeah. there's 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 Nutella themed. Eateries? There's not. They're kind of stands in the actual eatery itself. If you go to like uh, Italy in New York City in Chicago, which is in a uh, kind of a big Italian yeah. grocery store slash restaurant, they have a Nutella bar there oh, where you can have a wide variety of stuff and get Nutella uh, put on it. It's making me feel nauseous. Reminds me of the camel brains I ate in the jungle. It, it sounds horrendous. I tell you the thing I don't like. Matt, you know when you go to a restaurant, right? So you go to a restaurant that's in a building, right? And you go in and you sit down and the food is billed as street food. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm in a building that's got doors and windows and a roof. I'm sat... This is food. It's only street food if you sell it out on the street... And I eat it while I'm out on the street. That is street food. Otherwise, it's just food. 
and not on a fancy plate and actual silverware and utensils that you can use that you wash. No, yeah. I want it in uh, in a paper bag wrapped up with some plasticware oh. if I need something that I can throw away when it's done. Don't don't give it to me. And on I've, a just, fancy I've, plate. Just, I've just I've just I've just I've just realised. I'm going to take my argument even further than I've ever dared take it before. I've just the the, the pennies have dropped from my eyes. I get this now. Hang on a second. It's even when you have it on the street. It's not street food. It's still food. Because when you go to a restaurant, you don't call it building food. You don't call it indoors food. You don't call it roof food. It's food. I'm going to go to a restaurant and have some food. I'm going to go to the market. I'm going to have some food. I'm not having street food in either of those locations. It's just food. Can I be honest with you, mate? Yeah. I think you're stretching things now. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll leave, it, we'll leave it at that then. Yeah. Anything yeah. else, well, Matt? Street food also has the ambiance. Street food also has the ambience, though, of having usually a rude vendor that just wants to get your money and get you on out of there. Yeah. It's, it's a whole other kind of world as it is anyway. It's more yeah. about that yeah. ambiance. So just, you know, I want this to get it done and over with anyway. Matt, thank you very much indeed. Um, my uh, my um, uh, thing I learned today, call us in with the thing you learned. There you go. That's like a phone-in for some of you suckers want that nonsense. Oh, three four 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 nine nine. Work out the rest yourself. Is I learnt how Jeremy Kyle shakes hands it's a very interesting i met jeremy kyle today he came and sat in my dressing room did you invite him in he came in and we talked about we talked about divorce here's what we talked about before the show he just got engaged hasn't he uh we talked about him getting engaged we talked about divorce we talked about drugs we talked about our children. We talked about work. Then did he, he talked about kids? No, he talked about um, Denny Morris, our boss, who he says, uh, talk, talk radio, this was Denny Morris, isn't it? He used to be my, I can't do his voice. He used to be my tea boy. I said, yeah, that's, that's it, and he's my tea boy now. And we had a really nice uh, chat. But he, he, his handshake is, um, I like a straight handshake, straight. Everything is, is straight, and you go in and you shake. I don't like the people who do the power handshake, where their palm is almost facing down. It's on an angle, but their palm... That's the power. They've got the power then. But Jeremy Kyle took the power in the handshake in a way I've never seen before. And I thought... We had a really nice chat, actually. You know what I was saying? Yes, I got on with him really well. I thought he was a nice guy, actually. But he did... He, I think someone's taught him this handshake. And it's great, right? So, normally, if you go in for the hand... Whoever goes in for the handshake is in control, OK? So, if you go in normally, the, the, the palm sort of facing downwards, you're in control. But what he did, he came in for the handshake. But his palm was facing upwards. Oh, now, normally, that will be considered the subservient position. But he is... So, my hand went in straight. He is forcing you... He's Basically, he's saying, without using words, you're going to turn your hand the way I want you to turn your hand. So, you go in straight... Then you've got to turn. He's made you do that. Now, um, I got a BNA level of psychology, so I know what I'm talking about, and I've studied people. Um, that is a small movement of um, uh, that, that's about eighty degrees. He's made uh, seventy-five degrees. He he's made me turn my hand. Tiny, tiny thing. Huge. He basically came in and did a wee in that corner of my room, a poo in that corner of my room, a wee in that corner of my room, and God knows what he left in that corner of my room. That was what he was doing. And I, as he did it, I thought, and I shook hands, I thought, he's totally controlling me. And it was wonderful to experience and, and acknowledge it and be aware of it. It was wonderful. But I, I, I got on quite well with him. And um, 
Uh, we're talking about radio, because, of course, he used to work at Talk Sport, I'm guessing, Talk Sport, um, years and years Didn't ago. did he work at BRMB? Wasn't he the guy who BRMB? organised the wedding and married the bride? Yeah, yeah, Talk Sport. Um, I think he was at Virgin for a while. I think he was at Virgin. So he's, he's, he's done the rounds in radio. And you know what? I got on really well with it. This is the thing. I, everyone's all right. <laughs> this is what I'm learning. Everyone's all right. Um, everyone is uh, all right. And tomorrow I'm, I'm having lunch with Slobodan Milosevic. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Yo. Yo, Simon. Kick punch, it's all in the mind. If you want to follow me, I'm sure you find the things I I'm teach sure you. Sure to teach you. Sure to beat you. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the Sorry. thing. Let me know, because you've either got to carry it on or I carry it on, because if I do it, there's a delay and it, it gets confusing. So that was that was, that was was a terrible start to the phone call, I'm going to be honest with you, Simon. I apologise. I don't okay. know all the words, but what a wonderful game. Well, well, we completed it before the show tonight. It's £12. I'm never going to get back, but £12, well spent. Easily the best 36 minutes uh, I've got for 12 quid in a long, long time, guys. I got an emulator on my phone. I was playing it on there the other day. I was I was playing it on an actual PlayStation because I'm I'm cool. A oh, cool dude, man. What you got for a sign? I want to have a word about um, Flavor Prejudice. Yes. Um, no, hang on, not prejudiced. Um, flavor <sighs> something. Well, anyway, look. Yeah. This Nutella thing. Yes. Okay. If I go to the shop, I want to buy some chocolate spread. I want chocolate spread. Why is it that whenever I want to buy chocolate spread, it's always got to have something with it? Because Nutella is nuts, isn't it? Um, yes, yes. Well, uh, well. can you not... Surely you... I'd, I'd, uh, why would you even want to buy a chocolate spread? That I don't get. Well, I'm just, for example, like now, now I vape, so I'm a, I, 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 I oh vape. Oh, God. Either smoke or don't smoke. Oh, don't, don't vape. No, don't I, vape. No, I can't agree with you there. Can't agree with you there. I love vaping. Well, I know, but, but either either be a smoker or be sensible. Don't be a knob. And by being a vapist, <laughs> you're being a knob. <laughs> OK. Look. Are you, one of these, are you one of these idiots that makes up your own flavours? I don't make my own flavours, no. I make my own liquids, so well, I don't make right. my own flavours. Well, why do you... Well, come on now. You, you, why do you bother doing that? Okay, explain. Well, no, I asked you a question. Why do you bother doing that? Because it's cheaper than buying the factory-made ones. How much money are you saving? Cool, loads. Uh, so I bought yeah. all of the stuff I need the other day yes. for just under £20. Right. And if I go and buy a one of the, 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 the factory-made ones, a £20... Uh, Purchase would last me about three days, whereas this will last me about just over three months. Okay, so it's 20, 40, so it's 80 pounds a year. Why not save that money? You know, it's bad for you. I don't agree. Well, no, no, you, well, you, you, you can disagree with facts, but yeah. that makes you stupid. It's bad for you. <laughs> Where's the facts come from? Where are the facts that it's not bad for you? Well, the fact that it is. No, no. What you you, you said, you're telling me definitely it's not bad for you. So tell me why it's not bad for you. 
Well, I'll tell you, uh, let me put it into perspective for you, OK? I don't want perspective. I don't want comparisons. And I don't want right. history. I want to know why right. vaping is not bad for you. Right. Let me tell you. So I used to smoke. No, 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 no. I don't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't want a comparison with with cigarettes. Uh, you told me. I said vaping yeah. was bad for you, and you said you disagree. Tell me why vaping is not bad for you. Tell you why vaping isn't bad. You said it wasn't um, bad. You said it wasn't bad for you. So well, tell me why. I can only tell you on my my own personal experience. No, 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 no. You've said... Yeah, yeah. You've said... I've said yeah. vaping is bad for you, and you've, you've told me I was wrong. Uh-huh. So you must have evidence that vaping is not bad for you. I have got evidence, but, but you won't let me say No, 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 no. The evidence you want to give is not answering the question. What I have not asked... I have not asked the question, why is, why is vaping not as bad for you as smoking cigarettes? I've not asked that. I've, right. I've said vaping is bad for you. You've said I'm wrong. So tell me why vaping is good for you or isn't bad for you. Well. You can't, can you? I, 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 can, I can sit here and defend vaping as... as with, with but you're a, not, though. A, For the last three minutes, you're not. You, you've no, made a statement you, and you're not backing you're it up. Let me get a word out. <laughs> no, because you're not answering the question. Right. <sighs> Why is vaping not bad for you? Well, nobody's proved yet that it is. Right. So, jeez. Oh, <laughs> OK. So that, that is... Um, that's... Your argument... Is nobody's proved that vaping is bad for you? Well, no, no. I mean, if, if you're... Um, all right, let's say, let's say, for example, one of your boys was to come home and say to you, Dad, I've decided to start smoking, right? What would your response be to that? No, but... but, but that, <laughs> why are you comparing it to smoking? Because the reason I vape... Right. It's because it's vaping that I uh, use okay. to stop me smoking. OK, that's great, but it's irrelevant to the statement that I made, the mm-hmm. statement that you disputed, and the question I asked you. Right. So, if vaping was bad at this stage, people would be dropping no flies. No, they wouldn't. People don't drop like fries. No, 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 they wouldn't. Vaping's been around, what, five years, ten years? Ten years. Right, OK. Um, and uh, they, they, would, they, they don't drop like flies. Cigarette smokers don't drop like flies. It's not like you see someone sparking one up and then they're flat dead on the floor. Don't work like but that. People, but they've done all the tests that they can do. No, 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 people no, would, be, people no. would be getting ill by now. Yeah, people are getting ill. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Also, ten years mm-hmm. in the great scheme of things is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, for about the first, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say tobacco. But 1880, we got 1860. We probably got tobacco, didn't we? Walter Raleigh. About 1860. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for the first, what? Are you serious? What? Walter Raleigh. What? Wasn't it? He was. He was tobacco, wasn't he? Yeah, but it was late. Right. It was earlier than. It was earlier than. Oh, God, when was it? When was it? It's like it's Elizabethan times. Well, give me a year. Give me a year, quick. Uh, I don't know what Elizabethan times are. Give me a year. Like Seventeen. Four, well, fourteen ninety-two when they discovered okay. America. All right. Say fifteen hundred or something. Right. So, all right, right, I'll eat, right. So, yeah. Nine. So for the first mm. four hundred and seventy-five years of people smoking tabs, yeah, people thought it was all right for them. 
At times, people thought it was good for them. For the first 400... And mm. we assume that smoking started around about 1500. 1586. All right, 1586. So we'll, we'll, we'll hang on. Oh, I'm terrible with maths. 1600. All right. So for, th- uh, for 375 years, people thought smoking was good for them. Right. And we've had vaping for 10 years. So, so you know, <laughs> you're laughing because you know you're caught. So no, ten no, years no, ain't I, nothing, and I, they're doing new what. tests. Here's the thing: what about the what about the thing that came out recently? Remember the thing that came out recently about um, a load of vapors were complaining. Vapists were complaining that yeah. the inside of their car windscreen, yeah, had this um film on it. It's film that was forming on it. Oh, it's a nightmare. I have to clean it every yeah. couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that film? It's oil. It's oil residue. Right, right, right. And so that's mm-hmm. healthy, is it, to be ingesting but oil... But Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Simon. Yeah. You're okay. telling me it's mm. healthy mm. to be ingesting oil that has to be scraped off of a car windscreen? That's healthy to have that in your lungs? That's healthy. Right. Okay, well, look. No, 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 no. Address that. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you let me explain to you my. my Address um... that point. Well, I'm, go- I'm going to. If you- I'm going to. But well, don't, don't, I don't want to go here. all around the houses. I'm, I'm outside no, no. the house. Open the I'm, window. I'm gonna, like, look. I, if you let me speak, I'll explain it. Ready? Hello? Yeah, I'm waiting, mate. All oh, right, okay, right. So I used to smoke um, about 60 to 70 roll ups. Stop. Stop. That's irrelevant. Your smoking history is irrelevant. We are talking about vaping, not right. smoking. But without the vaping, I'm are you t- Are you telling me yeah. that it's healthy? Or, or, or let, me, all right, let, me, let me help you out a bit. Are you telling me it's not bad for you to ingest something that leaves an oily residue that if that has to be scraped off of a windscreen? Mm-hmm. You're telling me it's not bad for you to have that residue deposited on the inside of your lungs. That's not bad yeah, for because, you. No, because your body, your bodily fluid and mucus stops it from um, settling. How do you know that? Well, because it does. No, 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 no. Not because it does. How do you know that? Well, well, all right. So, um, if I was a smoker, I would have my smoker. Why are you talking about smoking? Smoking is irrelevant. Of course, it's not irrelevant. No, it's irrelevant because I'm not. You okay? You might as well say um, it's. That's like me talking to you about cancer, and you're going right. Well, if you compare it to AIDS, it's completely irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. We're not comparing smoking with vaping. Okay, but the reason I vape is because I use that to stop smoking. That's really that's. I'm really pleased for you, but that, again, that's irrelevant. You're telling me it's not no, harmful. If I didn't smoke, I'd be. If I didn't vape, I would be smoking. Right. Okay. That, again, that, that's right. that's great news, but it's irrelevant. Are you telling me that it's not harmful to have? A thick, oily deposit that hardens and has to be scraped off glass. It's it's not bad for you to have that in your lungs. I'm telling you that who 
at this stage, we don't know. Right, mate, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Oh, Having a on. thick, oily deposit on the inside mm. of your lungs, right, mm-hmm. right, that you mm-hmm. have to scrape off car, I'll tell you now, that's bad for you. Well, let's put it out to the listeners, then. No, 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 because it's obvious. It's obvious. Well, no, it's not obvious Well, it all. is. A thick, oily deposit that sticks yeah. to glass yeah. and has to be scraped off... Uh-huh. Having that in your lungs is not bad for you. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is no, 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 no. It's a yes oh, well, or no I, question. No, I, I'm not saying. I'm you, not saying. It's you good. are. It might, it might be good for you. Oh, don't be so bloody stupid. And this is of one course. of the problems. This is one of the problems. One of the many problems I've got with it. Right? Of course, it's yeah. bad. Of course, that's bad for you. Don't be so stupid, How can Simon. You say of course. Where's because your proof? having. I tell you why. Because we're not meant to have thick, oily deposits in our lungs. There you go. Right. How's about that then? Well, we're not meant to be driving cars and walking around. Irrelevant. And you're, you're, what, you're, what you're doing is I'm asking you a question and you're holding up a fish. <laughs> it's irrelevant. It's, not, it's a nice <laughs> fish. It's a great, it's a beautiful fish. Irrelevant to what I'm talking about. Right. But, OK, so what about people that have a drink? Irrelevant. You're, now you're holding up a lemon. Beautiful lemon. <laughs> wonderful lemon. Irrelevant oh, to this conversation. Uh, and there's me wanting to defend plain flavours. Ian, at the end of the day, my friend, you're going to say what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to talk science and fact, and you're going to show okay. me a fish. I'm going to tell you that in the grand scheme of things, me personally, along with many others, would rather... Yeah. It's just, it's just that I said, I said smoking was bad for you, uh, that vaping was bad for you, and you told me I was wrong. And I, I've, I, for, the well, last I three, for the last 15 minutes, I've been trying to get some evidence there, and there's been nothing. All you've done is hold up shiny objects that are irrelevant all to what we're saying. You, all I can tell you is that my doctor, when I asked her what her thoughts were... Yeah. Her, she her said it was better than smoking. Her response to me was... It's better than smoking. We, we don't know. Right, there you go. You've just answered your question. Right. So, you, you, you said I was wrong, because I said it was bad for you. You said I was wrong, and the doc, even the doctor has said the doctor doesn't know. And you know better than a doctor. Well, who knows? You, know, you, you, know, you know better than a doctor. Prepared, but are you prepared to take that risk? Um, and I am. Do you know, you know better than a doctor. Well, no, I don't know any more or less than a doctor. Well, you said but you said you said that it's not harmful to you. You said it's current affairs. You said well, you don't. You said it's not harmful to you. They do, and they've done all the tests they can possibly do. No, no, no they, they haven't. Will. They have. What do you mean? They, when did they? When did they do the last test then? Because they, if they if they've done all the tests they can possibly do, they haven't done the twenty year test, have they? But they haven't done the 30-year the accumulative test yet, have they? So, of course, they haven't done all the tests but, they can do. But, what a ridiculous but, thing to say. Yeah, but, but what? At the end of the day, you either personally want to do it or you don't. It's my personal No, no, but, but the, 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 no, but the point is, the point is, I said it was bad for you and you said I, 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 you said I was wrong. And I've, I've been trying I to get... you are. Yeah, but you've not... But, but for 20, nearly 20 minutes, you haven't presented any evidence and yet... I've presented you with, with one bit of evidence. I've got loads more. I've presented you with one bit of evidence, and you've not presented me with any. Well, my belief is, is oh, good enough for me, my friend. But your belief. Well done. Okay. Next thing you'll be telling me that the earth is round. Thank you very much indeed, Simon. I mean, some people.
Did you have something you wanted to come to? Yeah, there's loads here. He was talking about doctors. I couldn't work out whether he was believing or not believing the doctors. I think it depends on whether it fits in, whether he can carry on vaping. But there's this doctor who is um, a uh, cardiovascular expert at uh, UCLA, um, Dr. Holly Middlecalf. And she says, um, when it comes to smoking versus vaping, we need to consider the distinction between what's safe and what is safer. Yes, um, one is safe. One is safer than the other, but says, it's not safe. I would not discourage a tobacco smoker from switching to e-cigarettes, but we need more research on vaping risks and how the two compare. I would definitely discourage a non-smoker from starting to use e-cigarettes. She goes on to say that um, substances used to create the signature smoke effect in vapes carry risk. Glycerin and propylene glycol, for example, can c- create carcinogens. We all know that's bad, right? To minimise harm, consumers need to understand how such substances are being used. Um, and uh, researchers are continuing to study the risks of vaping devices. Go, so uh, they believe there are risks. Uh, they've done all the tests, guys. They've done all the tests. Um, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There you go. I've just seen this. Um, Abby Beckley... Um, realised something was wrong in the summer of 2016 while working on a salmon fishing boat in Alaska. Something was making her eye feel... We need, hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We need proper... Ambience. Proper music for this. Hang on a minute. Um, we need this is what we need. Oh, it's an advert. We don't want... I don't want the advert. Skip the advert. There we go. This is what we want. There we go. Here we go. This is is some story. Abby Beckley realised something was wrong in the summer of 2016 while working on a salmon fishing boat in Alaska. Something was making her eye feel scratchy and irritated. After about a week of irritation, which she thought might be caused by a stray eyelash, Beckley took a close look in the mirror and found the real culprit. She pulled it out and it was wriggling. It was a translucent worm, about a half inch long, and it wasn't the only one in her eye. Local urgent care clinics and an eye doctor in Alaska couldn't find out what was wrong, though they removed another four worms from her left eye. Beckley flew home to Oregon and met with doctors at the Oregon Health and Science University Emergency Department. Oh, hang on a minute, I've I've lost the page now, hang on. Um, soon she was able to feel the telltale movement and alert the medical professionals who were astounded by what they saw. They planned a call among physicians on an infectious disease hotline. Um, Erin Bonura of the Osu School of Medicine um, recalls how mystified doctors were on the call. This patient has worms coming out of her eye. What are we going to do? When doctors say, what are we going to do? You know you're in trouble. Um, the team sent a sample to the CDC. Because Beckley was better able to pull the worms out of her own eye than the doctors, she continued to remove worms from her eye for the next few weeks. Doctors, who'd previously said, what are we going to do? Assuaged some of her fears when they told her the worms would remain on the surface of her eye and not tunnel through into her brain. I was really thankful to be linked up with Dr. Bonura, Beckley said. Dr. Bonura was so willing to just talk with me and was really empathetic. 
to what I was going through as the person who had this thing in her eye. Uh, uh, the CDC, ongoing detective work reveals something surprising. There have only been a handful of eyeworm infections in humans in the US, all by the species... The, uh, the worms in Beckley's eye were from a different species, one that can infect cattle, but had never been known to infect humans. The worms typically infect cows when flies land on cattle eyes to feed on tears. Oh, what a sentence. Bob, did send that to Bob Dylan. Flies land on cattle eyes to feed on tears. Um, according to the report, doctors think Beckley may have been infected if a fly landed on her eye while she was riding horses or fishing. Um, in the end, Beckley pulled 14 worms out of her eye, removing the last one in August 2016. Um, uh, that is rank, man. That is rank. Eyeworms. What's wrong? I can't come into work today. What's wrong? I've got eyeworms. You stay at home then. That is disgusting. Imagine that. That is horrible. Yeah. They couldn't treat it. You just had to keep pulling them you out. You had to keep pulling them out. <laughs> but don't worry. It won't tunnel through to your brain. Um, evening, Zach. Good evening. Well done. Not on speakerphone. We like that. What you got? Imagine the shock the first time that happened to her. Like... Yep. That she saw in the mirror. Yeah, I imagine. Like, let's imagine. imagine. It. Let's imagine. It. Let's imagine it. the first time she's in the mirror, looking in the mirror, and then she sees a worm in her eye. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'd scream. You, you, you would, you would scream, would you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think, I think that would uh, that would drive everybody a little bit nuts. I think. Um, I think what I would do is I'd go, I'd go something like this. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's how I'd go. Uh, well, Zach, you've used up all of your talking time by imagining. I've got something, I've got something to say that I want, I want t- some advice tonight. You've got, well, you've only got 35 seconds in which to say it. OK, well, I've gone my first ever date tomorrow on Valentine's Day and I'm kind of nervous about it and don't know what to say and what to do. How old are you? 14. Right, fine, just go just go and be yourself. Here's the thing, here's the thing, ask her if you can hold her hand really early on because otherwise all night you'll be worrying about it. One thing I've learnt as I've got older, just ask if you... Just, do you mind if I hold your hand? And if she says no, it doesn't matter. But she'll probably be wanting okay. to hold your hand. Do that, do that and just have a yeah. laugh. Okay. Zach, okay. there you go. Thank you very Thanks. much indeed. If, if I gave advice to 14-year-old me, just ask if you can hold her hand. Um, hey, so now we're down. Look, with um, Talk Radio, blah, 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 blah. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So it Tomorrow, 
Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. So far, we've discussed vaping. We have talked about. Uh, what else have we talked about, Jackie? I can't remember. I've lost the plot now, Ian. Um, to be honest with you. Me too. Let's go to the sensible one in the room. Um, Catherine. Yes. What have we talked about? The winds are homeless. Oh yes. Not liking Nutella. Teenage dates. Eye worms. And vapist in denial. Um, I, I, I'm right, I know, Jackie. When 14 years old, right? If I had any advice to give to 14 year old me, it's like it would be just ask if you can hold her hand. Just ask, and she'll be. She'll. Say, she, I know she's going to say yeah. I know that the she's girl. She's waiting thinking, for something. Of course she is. Of course she is. It's Valentine's. Exactly. There's, there's no harm in asking. There's no harm in asking. And no harm in asking. And here's the th- another thing as well. As a as a kid. And by a kid, I mean, like, 14, 15 years old. I was terrified of rejection and of girls saying no and all of that stuff. And I wish more girls had said no. In, in as much as that would have meant I would have asked more girls. You know, I asked such a small number of girls anything. And I wish I'd asked more girls and, and I'd had more rejections. and more, You know, I, I, I don't know, Jack. I know. If we could turn back time. If I could turn back time. Right. Two points. Yes, Jackie. Right. First point. I just want to warn the periscopers because we had problems hearing the callers before. Catherine muffed that up. That was Catherine's fault. Catherine, for the first time ever, set up. Good, Catherine. For the the first time ever, Jackie, Catherine set up the periscope. Normally, I do it. You did. We could hear everybody else. We just couldn't hear the the caller. So that's uh, fine now. As long uh, as everyone uh, can hear me. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, Hang on. uh, Hang on. uh, I did half a job. You said I'll do it. No, I, I didn't you finish it off properly. You put the you headphones didn't. on and you said. And then you said no, I, I didn't then, do it properly. No, and then you said oh, I've done it now, and I went. No, I'll I said do I it. can't do it. And you said I'll do the it. The first thing you, you do is do when it. you grab the headphones, you turn the, the volume. Up. It, was, it was Catherine's fault, Jackie. And I can you only apologise. You know, I've solved that in future. Okay. Look, uh, yeah. Another question on Periscope before before I carry on. Yes. Who's in charge of emptying the dustbin behind you? Because that's uh, driving us mad. That's a great mystery. That, and I just I just don't know. I've never known, and I don't know when. 
I assumed a cleaner came in at night time, but now there's shows. When I was at another radio station, Jackie, right, years and years mm-hmm. ago, LBC, and um, there used to be these two um, cleaners. They were Eastern European, um, and they didn't speak English particularly well. And we had two studios, one next door to each other, right? And so they go in the other studio while I was on air and clean it and hoover it and tidy and all that. And then they'd walk into my studio while I was on air and they'd go, they'd say something like, we clean now? And of course I went, yeah, yeah, sure, go for it. And so quite often I would either sit there and do the show while they were hoovering. Sometimes I got up and walked out, left the microphone on while they were hoovering and cleaning and, and talking in, in Eastern European, whatever that language may be. And do you know what? That was some of the best radio I've ever done, was when I was not in the studio. Can I ask yeah. a question? Yes. What on earth is that buzzing, Jackie? Who's it bugging? Buzzing. The buzzing? Oh, do you know what it is? It's your crap phone. I've, no, I've got, um, I've got you on my laptop, and I've got one of those... Um, Air things that it sounds like you've got one of those rabbit things. No, I haven't got one of them. That's what things. it sounds like. No, it's um. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, I'll take it off there then, so it's take it out work. of there. Right, so it's on the floor now. Right, so first I just want to warn the periscopers because I've actually been disabled again, and I've realised well, what obviously I'm got, doing. You've obviously no, got a potty mouth. I've realised what I'm doing now because yes, it happened the other night. You talk no, too much. It's not that. I'm interested. They're loving me. Well. Tell, I'm telling them, when you put a message on, all I put on was, when I phone oh, in, God. let me know if you, Do you can know, hear the, here's me. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Periscope is, it's like 150 people that give us stuff about it. The other, the other 59,850 couldn't care less. Yeah, well, I like chatting on you, see, because I've got... Well, go I've and got, chat to them! I can't chat to them now, because... No, that wasn't the point. Bloody hell, no one else cares! That wasn't the point. I said all right, it was right, going to do was... Right, it's, I put kisses on the thing. I've had enough. I've had enough. We'll right, listen, I want to phone... I was talking to you about vaping. I've had enough. There we go. Periscope's closed. Oh, you're not turning Periscope off, Periscope's closed. Periscope's closed. It's a bu- it's a, it's a bonus. It's like pre- pressing <gasps> oh, the red button. Alien. Not everyone's got a red button. And now we've spent ten minutes at the top of... Right, so it's the, the, the first ten minutes of, of, of any hour of radio is when you've got to grab them, right? And at 11 o'clock, people have listened for the first hour and they've, they've thought, well, I'm tired. Let's, 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 give the, let's give the next hour 15 minutes, right? Ten minutes, right? Well, we've... We've lost everybody now. They've all switched off because you banged on about something but that only a minority of geeks there. could they give us stuff about. No one cares that you've been booted off Periscope. They do. Everyone's been booted anyway. off now because of you. Well, they can blame me then, can't they? Yep. Right. Can I talk about vaping now? Of course now? you can, yes. Right, OK. We recently went to... The, I've been on the vape for a little while now. You're a vapist? Yeah, because I had uh, breast cancer. Oh. And I had to come and off is it, it. Is it good for breast cancer? It's it, the only thing the doctor, my consultant, said to me was that I had to come off the vaping because the nicotine causes nerve ending damage. So I said, right, okay. So I vaped right down. The problem, the thing was, I don't, when I don't even understand the language you're speaking. You vaped right down. Yeah, you start off at a high race. And the prob- the thing with e-cigarettes, when they were brought out, they were it- meant to replace the cigarettes, and we knew off nicotine, the same as patches, gum, and the spray. But more dangerous than patches and gum, And obviously. they said, so when we went to the smoking clinic, my partner before Christmas went in, and he yes. came off, yes. and he told he the 
he told the smoking... At the smoking clinic? He came he off? Told, he came off the cigarette. OK, I misunderstood. Was, he, I'm yeah. so sorry. And she said, right, I'll put you on the patches, but she said, he said, um, I do vape. She said, right, we haven't got a problem with you vaping while you're on the patches. We'd rather you vaped than you smoked. And this is a smoking clinic told him that. So what they said was... But that's he, great. We all know that vaping is yeah, better than smoking. So we all know that. You start high... And the, pro- the thing was, you, you start high on, say, 2.0% and you wean yourself down, like the patches where they take you down from 21 milligrams down to, I think it's uh, 6 or 7 I don't milligrams. think you were banned from Periscope. I think everyone was just ignoring you. No, they weren't ignoring me. OK. So what they said was, what you're supposed to do with them, as you go along, after six weeks, you come down from 20 and then oh. you start reducing your vape. Okay. So by the time you get down, and then you can, when you get down to 0%, yes. you're then, you then, you just, you okay. just vaping you, nothing you, there. Yeah, okay. So right. that was just my point about vaping. Um, I hope they do do more tests on it, because obviously, you know, there's something going on with them, but that's why they were introduced, and now they want to introduce them into smoking clinics to give you them on prescription no, but, as well. but, so, but I don't, well, I don't understand why you're telling me this. Because I was just telling you about the vaping from the last caller. Yeah, but I know that vaping is not as bad for you as smoking, but that's that's yeah. comparing um, yeah. apples and cheese. But as they're saying now, they're actually going to they're actually going to introduce the e-cigarettes into smoking clinics. They're talking about it. Well, that's what. The, yeah, they're, they're talking said on about the it. As well, didn't but, they? but 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 the, the argument I was having with Simon was mm. he claimed that that vaping was not harmful to you. That's why I phoned in, because they well, said... Well, you haven't they, contributed anything. They'd rather you did that. No, 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 but that's you're doing the same thing. We know, that, we know that vaping is better than smoking. We know that. That's irrelevant. That's nothing to do with this. Forget smoking. Smoking is nothing to do with this conversation. He said that vaping was not bad for you, and I dispute that fact. I think yeah. vaping is bad for you. Yeah. But they, they, they did say at the beginning, don't, they introduced them to wean you off it, it the same Why as are you talking about cigarettes? I'm just saying that's what they said. No, they okay, but forget them. cigarettes. Let's right. Let's we'll carry, let's carry on talking about vaping, but let's not mention cigarettes from now. I Simon said that that vaping was not bad for you, and I disagree. Vaping is bad for you. Mm. They also said to us in the smoking clinic about the popcorn lung lung thing, yeah. and I said, oh, about this popcorn lung, and she shook her head and she went, no, it isn't. And that's what she said to us, and I said, but surely they're doing tests on this popcorn lung thing that's appeared from somewhere. Yes. And she just shook her head at us and she said, no. And the, the, the doctor, said, the doctor said, said that. That's, this is the smoking clinic. The doctor. You know when you go into the smoking clinic? I don't know if she's a doctor or Oh, so a, wom- so a woman... Yeah. A wo- so a woman without any medical training dismissed well, I something. She has, I know, I presume she has got medical training. Well, did you ask her? If someone's given me medical advice, I want to know if it's a doctor, if it's a this nurse. That's why they're in the doctor's surgery. They have a smoking clinic that you go to. Yeah, but not everyone that works them. not everyone that works in the yeah. doctor's surgery yeah. has got medical yeah. training. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's that you know, this is the advice they're putting out. That one that people. one person gave you that could be wrong. So, well, that could be wrong. The American Lung Association believes there's a there is a link. Mm. Yeah, well, this is where all the reports have come out from, haven't they? That's why everyone's picking up on this this popcorn lung thing. Yes, from the American... What's it called? American Lung Association. I would trust the American Lung Association better than um, 
better than a person of, of... We don't know if they have any medical training, so I'm going to assume not. She was well, in a, a smoking note. clinic, though. No. Yeah, on a good note, anyway, yes. uh, I'm, off the, I'm off it now anyway, so that's, a, that's, that's me sorted. I actually wean myself off it, so... Excellent. I'm going to... Uh, thank you, babe. I weaned you off this show. Um, <laughs> 0344 499 is the phone number. No periscope now. It's all Jackie's fault. Um, it really is. Um, is Serena for me or is she for talk sports? She's for me. Oh, I'll go to her after this. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the, um... Um... Tony Scullion, yay close to getting muted. He's not a block. He's not. He's not worthy of a blocking. But yay, just constantly bombarding with like jokes and observations, like to the point where it's really annoying. Right? And then, then he's just, then he's just done. Um, how much medical training have you had, Ian Lee? A, a, a lot more than you think, Tony. A lot more than you think. And then uh, it does come across sometimes you don't like people buying, being sarcastic or joking. What are you talking about, you rambling loon? Stop drooling and go to bed. You have no... Who's who's been sarcastic? Who's been joking? Tony Scullion, who thinks he gets the show, but doesn't get the show, but, but thinks he gets it until it goes away he doesn't like them, thinks he doesn't get it, but thinks he knows me. Maybe he voted for me in the jungle. So thinks he can be rude to me online and think I just go, oh, yeah, sorry, Tony. <laughs> Everybody moaning about Periscope getting switched off. It's a it's a flipping radio show. It's a radio. It's a bonus. It's a bit of bonus. It's a Brucey bonus. The Periscope. It's a radio show. Deary me, I'm not in a bad mood. I've not been rude to anyone. I have. Uh, I, I'll explain it to you, Tony. Get a pen and paper. Jot this down. Simon and Jackie have not been rude at all. If anything, they've been rude and disrespectful to me, because however many times I ask them. To put smoking to one side, smoking cigarettes to one side, they were unable to. I thought Simon was very rude to me in that, and, and Jackie just wasn't listening at all. So, um, what I am, here's the thing I am, Tony Scullion, if that is your name, is I'm precise. I'm precise like a laser, right? I'm not one of these, I'm not one of these lazy broadcasters. I'm going to say it like Julia Hartley Brewer, who basically comes on and and um, picks the headline from the Daily Mail and, and shouts that out. Doesn't even read the story, doesn't even look behind. Just goes on and goes, ah, 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 Muslims. Ah, 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 Peter Rabbit, people are allergic to oh, 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 snowflakes. Oh, oh, oh. Not that, right? Don't do that. And I'm not one of these people that... Went, that hey, listen, it's great you guys call in. Of course it's great you guys call in. But if you don't call in, those are the shows I get paid for. I'm not going to give you an easy ride. If we're having the rules of... I nearly said combat... Um, Engagement. Thank you. The rules of engagement are, if you're saying something that is wrong, I'm going to call you out. If you're deliberately or or, or otherwise ignoring a very simple point I'm making, I'm going to call you out. And the same goes to me. If I'm saying something's wrong, you can call me out. If I am, um, um, and I do, I do, I'm a master. The, one of the greatest tricks I've ever seen in my life, right? It's a brilliant trick. I'm going to tell you how it's done as well. Right? David Copperfield had um, 50 people sat in New York, right? Sat in New York on this, this, this seating. 
looking directly at the Statue of Liberty. Right. And um, it's all lit up. It's night time. Turn the lights off. And he talks for a bit. The lights go on. The Statue of Liberty has disappeared. Right. The Statue of Liberty has disappeared. Of course it's not disappeared. This is how I think this trick is done after speaking to a magician. While he's talking, very, very slowly, imperceptibly, the seating that the people are on shifts around just a few degrees. Just a few degrees. So they're sat looking at the space of the Statue of Liberty was. David Copperfield distracts them, and it very slowly, because he talks for about five minutes, moves around... And then when they're not looking directly, they light up. Oh, there's no Statue of Liberty in front of us. Of course it's not, because it's over to the left. Mm-hmm. I do that quite a lot. I do that quite a lot. And now I've told you that. Look out for it. If someone is, if someone is guessing an advantage on me, I will do a David Copperfield and I will shift them about 12 degrees round to the left and then I'll turn the lights on and they're bamboozled. I'll do that a lot. But and if, I, if you spot me doing it, call me out. Call me out. But here's the thing. I've been doing this job um, for 15 years. I've been doing phone-in radio. And I've done prank stuff. And I've done stupid stuff. And I've done childish stuff. And I've done Radio 4 stuff. And I've interviewed politicians. I've interviewed... Great to see... Is it Steve Baker, that MP, who was a shit to us? Great to see him getting a tough time in Parliament recently. I've, 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 you know... I'm really, really good. I don't want to... I'm going to say it. I'm really, really good at this. I'm really, really good at this, right? At having an argument and at seeing a a point and focusing on it and getting to it. Um, So I'm going to call people out. Can I give away a little production secret? Yes. You talk about, oh, you're terrible when the caller's ringing. Okay. The callers are brilliant and we're glad they're phoning. Yeah, yeah, of course. But they're not... They're not the show. They don't phone in. They're not the show. The people we're making the show for are not necessarily the callers. No. Very, 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 very small percentage of people ever phone in. We're making a show for the people who are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Not the people who are watching on Periscope or anything else. So if we let someone come on and talk nonsense, that's rude to the people listening, isn't it? Yeah. Tony Scullion says, please don't mention my name on air. Don't tweet me. Listen, don't tweet me. Don't tweet me in a public forum. <laughs> you know, it's that simple, dude. It's that simple. Um, it, that's how it works. You're, you're interacting in the show. You're interacting with the show in a medium that I don't particularly like, Twitter. But you're interacting. So, uh, in a public forum. So, um, yeah. I, I, the, all these screens in front of me with Twitter and with Facebook and with um, texts and, 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 and tweets to, at Talk Radio, that's all, that's all material for the yeah. show. And I, if you send me an email, that's a slightly different thing. If you stay at the very top of the email, say it in the subject heading, please don't read this out on air, please don't mention my name on air, because I've read emails where you go, uh, and I left my wife, and, and that was from Steve. Uh, pl- brackets, please don't mention my name. Yeah. Hey, guys, guys. It's like passing notes in school. If you send yes. us one, we're going to share it with a class. Yeah, ex- Rude not to. Exactly. Thank you very much. Um... Tony, Tony... Stop, Tony. Tony, now, Tony, Tony Scullion, here's my phone number. Right, He's, he's tweeted his phone number. Don't, don't do that. Feel free to phone me for a chat of air. He means off it. Well, I'm not going to because one o'clock, the show finishes, I go home. Really bad form mentioning my surname on air. Tony Scullion, it, it, it's, it's your Twitter name. Take your phone number off. Take your phone number off. I doubt it is his phone number. Take your phone number off. Never going to call you. 
and it's your Twitter name, right? And just stop tweeting me, and I won't. Then it won't be in my line of vision. Dear God. Good evening, Skylar. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. You're not on speakerphone, are you? Yeah, no, I'm not. Sorry, done. I, I'm um, partially deaf. I do apologise. Well, don't apologise for being. Don't apologise for being deaf. No, no, good. That's fine. I, I, I'm also um, partially sighted. Apologise for that. Uh, no, I don't need to apologise. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. What I wanted to say was that um, uh, I admire you and I admire uh, Catherine. Hello, Cap. Hello, thank you. Uh, and wow, um, it's an honour to speak to you both. Uh, basically, uh, let me go through a bit of background information first before I give you the big reveal, as they say. You're not my well, dad, are you? I hope not. Okay. Uh, well, I'd, I'd rather be your mum. Um, but let's um, let's go through this whole scenario with me. I am partially blind, yes. partially deaf. Yes. Uh, I've got Asperger's. Oh. I've got a twin brother, twin brother who lives in ex- uh, in uh, uh, Bristol. Yeah. Uh, an Eden residential cat. He's deaf. Um, I discovered within myself. I've done a lot of soul searching. Yes. And I realised that I am my gender. In other words, oh. I enjoy being a girl yes. and I enjoy being a boy. I enjoy having physicalities of both oh. genders. In other words, I like to have breasts. Yeah. I want to have breasts. Yes. And I want to uh, eventually become a, a, a hermaphrodite. That is my goal, my, my, my main goal at the end of the day. Um, come on, sorry to interrupt, Scott. This is fascinating. Yes. Uh, obviously, um, uh, uh, transgender and transitioning from... I, I'm, um, not, I'm, not, I'm not joking, I'm not kidding around. I no, no I don't think you are for a second. I, I can, I'm, as I say, I've been doing this 15 years, I can tell by the tone of the voice when someone is serious. I've, I've heard of, um, of, of transitioning from male to female, and I'm using these terms in inverted commas, and uh, also transitioning well, from female to male... I've never heard well, of anyone. My sister-in-law's just done it. My sister-in-law was my brother-in-law, and uh, okay. my brother-in-law is now my sister-in-law. So that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's that. and that's that's great, and that happens, and that's wonderful, and and, and more power to everyone's elbow. I have never yeah. heard of someone transitioning to be a hermaphrodite. Has that is that does that happen? Is that common? Have there been many? Uh, well, let's put it this way, right? It's called uh, by gender, or uh, not, or gender queer, or non-binaryism, but. Of course, they do not take it to the example that I would consider myself to to be taking it. But my mind has always felt yes. like a girl and and a boy at the same time. Gosh. So it's like some, sometimes I feel like a boy, sometimes I feel like a girl. I mean, and that's by gender. But there are but the ultimate term, the ultimate um, thing that's beyond that would be the um, hermaphrodite issue. Uh, but I can I can easily split myself with, with, in between two different genders. That's fine. It's not a problem for, for, for people to understand it. Yes. For people to make sense of it, I have to. I have to go through life either as uh, a male or a female. But uh, within my heart and within my soul, I automatically mentally do feel, and I always have done. I have to. Okay. Let me ask you some questions if you don't mind. Do you feel so? You 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 said you you contradicted yourself slightly. And I just want to pick up on it because I want clarity. Um, of course. You said you feel like a boy and a girl at the same time, and then then you said maybe it's not a contradiction. Then you said um, sometimes you feel like a boy, and then you switch and you feel like a girl. Is it a case of 
for example, in the morning you feel like a boy, in the evening you feel like a girl, uh, or, stroke, and, there are times when you feel simultaneously to be a boy uh, and a girl. Do you, do you understand in what other, I mean? In other words, I can equally feel both at the same time. Yep, there we go. There or, we go. or I can also feel one. Yep. Or, uh, or I can also okay. feel the other. Right, gosh. And where do, does... Um, well, I was going to ask you a question that's impossible to ask, because I, I was going to ask, what does it feel like to be both? But then if I were to ask you, Kath, what does it feel like to be a girl, and no, you no, ask no, me, what does it feel like to be a boy? I don't know. There's, so maybe it's... But, but perhaps if you are emotionally and mentally transitioning throughout the day or throughout the week, maybe you could answer that. What does it feel like to be both simultaneously? How does it feel? Wow. I mean... At the end of the day, and this is, this is going to probably blow your mind concept a little bit, but I believe in the afterlife. In other words, I believe that everything is equal to everything else. In other words, I believe in a higher consciousness. I believe that all consciousness is one, and I believe that we're all particles of God, and I believe that every, every single particle of God is within us, and I believe that everything within us is within God. Yes. So, creatorialism. Um, so, um, uh, uh, basically, uh, we're, we're, the whole multiverse concept, I believe in that. I believe in the whole multiverse, the omniverse, I believe in all that stuff. Yes. So, basically, I, I believe that we are, we are spiritual beings first. Yes. And, and I believe that we incarnate and we reincarnate and reincarnate and we go on to other planets or yeah. whatever or whatever. Wow. And, and, and eventually, we're, we're all part of God anyway. So, uh, we're, we're, everything is one and everything else and all that stuff. And, and I sort of came to my own sort of scenario was basically working on this planet. I'll enjoy being as much possible, I possibly can, of being as much one with um, myself that I possibly can. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I am the creator, you are the creator, yes. we all are the creator, and we all created ourselves, I'm and we all Exactly. Yes. Uh, so, so your goal is your goal to have both female. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Is your goal to have both um, a vagina and a penis and testicles? Upside down, totally. Why? Good question, because isn't it? Because yeah. that is a very it good is, isn't it? I don't know. It's just, it's a blunt one. Why? Why is that your goal? Because I imagine. Um, I imagine transitioning is 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 physically, emotionally and mentally to one side, physically traumatic because it's such a huge um, change that happens to various parts of the body. Um, but to, to have, may I ask? Um, I'm not. I'm obviously not going to go through that. Obviously, because oh. of obviously, we're realistic situations because I need to bloody pee. You know what I mean? But, All right. Uh, so you're not going to do right. that. But, but, but I, well, I would like to do it. Of course, I would. But practical scenarios would like. Right. Has uh, anyone I, done how, that? How do, I put it this, how do I put it this way? It's like um, you need to use the loo, right? Yeah. So uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that would be catastrophic. That would be still all over the would, shop, wouldn't it? Uh, all over the shop. I, I don't need to go into details, but you no. can understand what I'm getting at. Well, of course, I would love to be ideally, ideally, realistically, I would love to be both, but obviously, in practicality. Obviously, can't really happen. So, what have you got now? Have you got a winky or a nunu? Leave it, Elder. I want because I because I because I I tell you why because I thought 
great, because I saw Skylar, and Skylar yeah. is, is traditionally a female name. Then I heard your yeah. voice, and you sounded a little bit deeper than a female, so I said, oh, you're not my dad, and you said, oh, no, I'd rather be your mum. So I'm confused. OK, honey. I, I, I'm going to let you keep guessing. <laughs> it's up to you. But anyway... Um, I suppose it is up to me. It's a good answer. I like that answer. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, are you going to keep... You can think what you want. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I've got what I've got, and yeah. that's... Well, 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 well fair play. Well, Actually, well. that was quite a personal question. Yeah. Oh, no, it was a very personal question. Very personal question. Yeah, I thought we were, I thought we were, we were at a stage... We were well answered. Well can, answered. I ask, can, can I ask Ian, how big is your cock? Um, uh, well, you can ask me. I wasn't, I wasn't asking you the size of yours, but on the slack, it's not very much, it's not very much at all. Exactly. I've, I've always suffered physically uh, to be um, personal. I, I, I've always done. I've, I've always been born with one testicle. Right. So that that, that works out. That answer. Okay. Um, and also, I've, I've been born with a very, very, very tiny little yeah. little doodah. Yes. So basically, I basically can insert the doodah into a vagina. Yes. So I can that small that I can insert it like the. Put the finger right in and. Yeah. Cr- oh my god. Okay. Well, okay. Well, we don't need um, to go into. You, you get what I, you, you, you I've, get I've what got I, the Im- I've got the image in my head. Okay. So why um I've I've so completely forgotten how this conversation started. Why why are why are you decided to? Sh- but I'm glad it, I'm glad it did start. Why have you decided to share this with us? Did you tell me, Skylar? I can't remember. Um, I suppose I just wanted to um squeak. To somebody, I don't know. Why, why should I share it with you? But I, I thought, to, I thought to myself that it'd be nice to talk to, to talk to somebody about it. Is that uncomfortable with you? No, not in the slightest. No, listen, listen. I'm glad you. I'm genuinely. I'm glad that you've called in. I, I just couldn't remember if you phoned in and gave us a reason as to why you were. Um, Why well, you say? But but people don't need a reason for calling this show. This is the only radio show in the world. I think where Ooh. people can phone up and share whatever they want to share. I'm I'm yeah, pleased that, that you felt that you could share it with us. I wanted to share it with you, and I wanted to feel feel like I could possibly uh, maybe spread some light on my uh, yeah uh, views and my details, and, and I hope to, hopefully you can sort of like uh, understand. You know. Well, it, I think. Understand is a is um is a big old word, isn't it? That's got many different connotations. Do I understand? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't understand. But um, I am glad that you've shared it. Uh, uh, understand is, is is not the word I'm looking for because I don't understand yeah. because I can't understand what it's like for someone. Um, I can try and empathise and I can try and imagine, but I can't understand what it's like for someone who wants to transition whichever way, ending up in whichever thing. I don't, I don't understand because I, I, I am in my body and I feel comfortable in my body and I... You know. But we both know what it is to feel out of place. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, that, uh, I'll put it this way to you, right? It's like when I was a boy yeah. and, and when somebody told me, I can't hug, I can't hug this person because she's a girl, yeah. and they were hugging each other, this, the, the staff and stuff, Hugging the girls, you can't be hugged because you're a boy. Oh. And it's like to myself, it's like, that was when I realised oh. I don't really think I do not want, I do not like uh, that sort of synopsis uh, yeah. because uh, why shouldn't I not be hugged? Why can't I be loved as much 
I'd, I'd give you I'd don't... give you a hug if you were here now and you wanted one. I'd give you a hug. Oh, thank you. God bless you. But, uh, but uh, you know, it's like unfortunately, it's like when you're with uh, and like, like, unfortunately, when I was a boy, I was so much down the pond as well as like people were um, girls. Um, I kept going out asking people out. They always get turned down. I'm, I'm a virgin at the age of 38, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, now I consider myself, uh, and I always wasn't anything to do with that, but. but um, it was like uh, when I was, you know, I was kind of like, well, so many rejections in my life, so mm-hmm. many rejections. And uh, when you asked me about my dad, that, 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 that kind of upset me because, of course, my dad just died, uh, died of cancer. But, oh, uh, re- recently? He died in uh, 2016. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. So, I'm sorry. That's uh, not to worry. But, um, uh, you know, and uh, so basically, I kind of killed, I do kind of feel. Like I was neglected as a, uh, as a lad. It sounds like I, it. I, and I couldn't really physically fight because I can't have to. So, and and these two boys that I was in college with, unfortunately, and uh, put their hands down my pants, and uh, oh. you know, and it wasn't, and it was, and they touched my uh, genitalia, uh, which were, were very unpleasant to me. So, I, but, but, but I, so I also, so the background is very much a big thing to to. To to how I hmm. see myself now to what I was uh, before, but uh, now I see myself because I've grown into it, yeah. and also of course when I was born, I was already born this way, yeah. but I couldn't, I didn't know how to explain it. I, I was scared to explain it. Yeah, of course. I was like thinking it was like, a, oh my god, I'm a freak, I'm, I'm this, and, and it took me so many bloody suicide attempts. I did. And I had depression. I had. Uh, I mean, I took. Uh, uh, painkillers like no tomorrow, right? And I, and I took drugs and I took all this stuff, and it didn't make me. You know, How are you now? Are you are you? When was when was your last suicide attempt? If you don't mind me asking. And self harming, but that, that was basically over a year ago. Okay, well that's that's good. That's that's a good length of of time to have between between yeah. self harming and attempting to yeah. kill yourself and do all those so horrible things. I've kind of now accepted who I am. That's the first step. And who I am is basically a hermaphrodite. Unfortunately, people can't understand it, so that's why I say I'm guy gender, so I'm both male and female. Mm. So it makes, it makes it more set, more sense. Does that make sense? It does make sense. <laughs> and and going back to that word understanding, in the last three minutes, what you've just said has given me a, a little bit of understanding. If that, if you if you understand what I'm saying, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Um, it says on yeah. my thing you're calling from Bristol, but that ain't a Bristol accent. Oh, God, no. Because I identify as biracial, too. So, in <laughs> other words... Oh, God, no, don't. I, we're going to hold mine, Phil. We're, go, we're going in now. I know, no, yeah, but uh, what I mean is I uh, like... I, I, I don't like the term white. Mm. And in other words, I like to dye my skin once in a while, darker colours, brown. I mean, people suntan, don't they? Yes, so yes. I, I also like to classify myself as a... Uh, as, uh, uh, Indian or Australian. Well, so. now, isn't that interesting? Because there was a huge debate recently. Do you remember that young lady? We talked about her the other day, whose name escapes me. The American lady who um, has um, a white uh, heritage, but yes. through darkening her skin and having yes. um, her hair in, in braids, um, uh, identified well, herself as, as African-American. Yeah, Rachel DeLiesel. Yeah. I know, I know the one you mean. 
And I basically believe that if we're all born on planet Earth, no. as far as we know, we were, could have been born out on Andromeda or some faraway galaxy and we came back here. But, you know, but we're, we're, this is our own experience. At the moment. We know that we're, we are actually on Earth. So God knows why that's called Earth. It's such a boring name. But hey-ho, apart from that, uh, I think we should close down all the borders. I think we should all become one race. I think um, uh, called the human race. I don't know what you start, but hey uh, uh, But I, I, I consider myself, if I want to, like I'm going to dye my hair, like I could dye my skin Indian. And if I want to speak with an Indian exit, I will speak with an Indian exit. And if I want to speak with an Australian exit, I'll speak with an Australian There's a difference, of course, of speaking speaking in an Indian accent and speaking in an Australian accent. And one could be perceived as being um, offensive and one could be perceived as being... Um, a, a light ribbing, and, so, and 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 I think there is, and it's not, it's not meant to be. No, like no, I know it's not. I'm not saying you are, but I, I do think, and we we haven't got time now because I've got other callers waiting. But I do think there is a difference between yeah. um, um, identifying yourself with a different or multiple genders. There is a difference between that and identifying yourself as a, as coming from a different racial background. Interesting. I think there is. It's an ethical question. Mm. Hey, Skylar, nice to talk to you. Can we put it out to the audience? Oh, these listeners, they're idiots. They won't understand what we're talking about. This has been way above their heads. Hey, listen, Skylar, will you give us a call again? I've really enjoyed talking to you. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. There you go, fascinating. What a lovely human being and um, absolutely fascinating. Fascinating. Um, Mark? Um, Kyle, stay there. Don't bother with you. And he keeps phoning up and putting the phone down. I, I, I mean, I really can't be bothered. Um, I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, Mark. You all right, Ian, mate? How you doing? I'm very, very well, Mark. What you got for us? I can't, can I ask you two questions, can I? Uh, are you on speakerphone? I am, yes. OK, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to Kyle. Good evening. I'm taking no prisoners with the speakerphone th- thing. No, if you're going to phone up, have it in your hands like a telephone. A speakerphone, it sounds rubbish, it's lazy and it's rude, all right? If you're driving, I, 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 an exception, because I know we've got a lot of people that drive for a living and um, I, you know, I don't want them to <laughs> lose money to phone us. That's that's different. But just because you, you, you're too busy to hold a phone in your hand... So you, you've got it there, and or you've either got it on the table, or you've got it in front of you like that. Hold, hold it up to your ear like a phone. Kyle wouldn't call me on speakerphone, would you, Kyle? No, because you would wrap me on the knuckles. Hey, I tried to reply to your email the other day, but it bounced back. Oh, I don't know why. Because you're, I because remember. you're, uh, I don't know why. But no, 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 you're, you're reading too much into stuff. Don't, don't worry. Okay, no worries. No, Thank but, you. Uh, it bounced um, back, and I, I couldn't be bothered to, to make more than one <laughs> effort. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's fine. I was going to say thank you for even thinking about... Yeah. I'm, I'm a nice guy, despite what Twitter is saying this evening. <laughs> Backlash has well and truly started now. Anyway, Kyle, what do you have for us tonight? Well, I was going to say, I don't think I can follow that last call, because that was quite amazing. Some call, huh? Some call. This is really starting to evolve now. Um, it's going, doing the jungle, was, we, we talked about whether it was good for me, Catherine, personally, but also whether it would be good for the show, and it's it's, it's paid off. The, 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 the show now, Kyle, is the show that we always wanted to do, in that we've got lovely regulars like yourself and um, Jackie, and we've got all these lovely regulars, but also we're getting... 
Um, all forms of God's children calling in from all different... You know, it, it, the, the audience has just increased and it's wonderful and we're having the time of our lives. So thank you, everyone. I was going to say fresh blood. Are you allowed to say that these days or not? You can say fresh blood, sure. Why the hell not? Um, but no, um, so the thing was before, which, which was in my head, yeah. um, was about the things you've learned today. I learned lots of things today yeah. by somebody I think you know and Catherine knows. Uh-oh, who's this? The greatest, well, he was amazing, uh, Mr. David Lloyd. Oh, where, where did you see David Lloyd? He was at, oh, it was such a weird, right, basically, he was giving a talk at Salford Uni. Yeah. Uh, and a guy that I kind of work with um, is a student there. And yeah. he was like, well, if you, if you want to come, I can email and ask. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they were so nice to me, Salford Uni. They were like, yeah, of course you can bring him. Yeah, yeah. And I went, and I got Very to meet him. Such a nice... For those who don't know, a little bit, but we've been a little bit geeky here, but David Lloyd's worked in radio forever. He wrote a brilliant book, the title escapes me, but um, he was kind of my first boss um, about 14... No, it wouldn't have been... Uh, maybe it was 13 or 14 years ago when, I, when TV work dried up and I was in dire straits and I was not the group and I was going to get a proper job and David Lloyd gave me a break at LBC and uh, he, he put up with me being an idiot. He put up with me um, libeling people. He put up with me swearing in the office. And uh, he saw something that I didn't see. And he, he started to just smooth the edges a little bit and, and got put me in the right direction. So, And since you introduced me to him, he's been very kind to he's me as well. brilliant. And I still email. I don't see him enough, but I email him from time to time. And he's, he's a good lad and he's, he, he knows his onions. He knows radio inside out as well. The book you were ta- thinking about is How to Make Great yes. Radio. And he's done another one since mm-hmm. then, hasn't he? Oh, I wish he stopped writing books because I've not written one yet and he's written about seven. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he's good. He's good. Listen to what that man says. No, so that was it. So, oh. so I luckily got the chance to speak to him afterwards as well. But I think you're right. Well, I think you're right. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. You are totally right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, well, well, really Kyle's, Kyle's dying. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine, imagine. Has anyone ever died on the phone to a phoning show? Someone has, haven't they? Someone certainly okay. collapsed. Didn't someone collapse and then the presenter went round and, and revived them? Saved them. them. Wasn't, do it on air, wasn't spend love, was it? No, but it was someone no. like that. Someone must. 034, don't Google it. 0344 499 Kyle, always a pleasure, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Tony Scullion is obsessed. Why have a Twitter account if you don't like it? Um, I, 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 I say it many, many times uh, um, to promote this show. It's a great way. I don't like it, Tony. I think it's it's full of arseholes and, and um, people that take things way too personally. Um, but it, it's a great way of promoting the show and it's a great way of um, um, promoting live shows and promoting the Rabbit Hole podcast. That's, that's, that's why I have it. Um, I came very close to getting rid of it when I was in Australia and I, I went into to the jungle with 50,000 followers. I came out with 100,000 followers. I thought, well... It's a market for it. It's a tool to for the radio show. I can tell these new fifty thousand people, you know, twenty thousand are going to be sex bots. Um, but I can tell them I've got a radio show. So very happy to do that. Let's go to Katie. Good evening, Katie. Oh, evening, uh, Ian. Evening, Kath. Hi, Katie. Hello. Yes. Hello. Right. Hello. What? Oh. I mean, hang on. She's the phone's not disconnected. It's disconnected out. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try Mark. Good evening, Mark. You're not going to be weird on a C, Mark. No, mate, no, I ain't weird. All right. Lovely. Let me ask you a couple of questions, please, yeah? You can ask them. I may not answer them. So when you come back to three counties? Uh, 
Um, it's all, isn't and Catherine it? as well. Yeah, well, well, I wouldn't go back if she went back. Um, I, well, yeah. I suspect... Well, listen, it's all cyclical. Who knows? Maybe one day, but I, certainly not. I, I suspect it ain't going to happen for a while. Because, you know what, is we, uh, well, me and my dad, and I, we, we uh, miss your, your sarcasm in the morning. Well, you, well, you, uh, well, if you give me your phone number and £50, I will phone you every day and I'll be sarcastic to you on the phone. Oh, you look good, Mark. Oh, that was a nice breakfast that you cooked. Not. I mean, like, I remember you and Dennis in the morning. That was so funny. Hey, Dennis hasn't called us for a while. Dennis is 93 and I wonder if he owes me money because I did say he wouldn't make it to 94. Um, and if he died, he owed me £60. So I'd like to... I'd, oh, but let, let, listen, let's not, be, let's not be rude about other people. I've, I've, I've met Andy and he's a nice lad and he's, he's, he, does, he does a lot of warm-up and great shows and let, let's not be rude You've about him. You've got a impediment. No, I, Mark, come on now. Let, I can't allow you to be rude about someone. who's he's a, he's a tough old business and... Um, there's only one person I allowed you to allow you to be rude about, but you mustn't mention him by name. James knows who it is. Kath knows who it is. Um, and and some of you know he, he podcasts from his from his own bedroom when he can be bothered to get off his fat ass. Evening, Dan. Hello. Hello, Dan. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. What you got for us? Yeah, cheers. Um, it's about your. Uh... Your new listeners that you uh, talk about from the jungle. Yes, um, I'm a, kind of a new listener. Know you from old, but um, yeah. I was uh, actually searching the talk radio listings for the two mics um, in December, I yeah. believe it was. Oh yeah, uh, and I found Rufus Hound was on, and it turns out, and I, oh, it's right, brilliant, Rufus Hound's on. He's really funny. He's good. He is. Turns out he was standing for you. Oh. I didn't even, because I don't watch the television, I didn't even know the jungle was on, let alone you be oh, in it. Good for you, mate. Well right. done. So because of Rufus Hound, I'm listening to you. <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute. What you're saying is, uh, so for I'm this show to get... From the jungle. For How's this that? show to get more listeners, we need Rufus Hound to do this show more often. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, he was really funny last oh, week gosh. when the Glaswegian... Yep. Thought he was you, and yep. he was talking about the jungle, and he said, "How'd you get on?" He went oh. out with it. It was a bit hungry, but the strawberries were nice. No. And I, I used to did love he? being on the ten o'clock show. Now oh, you did he really? You can't get better Rufus. comedy than that. No, I'm not. It is. I tell you, one of the one of my favourite things, Dan, on radio is when yeah. people think they're talking to someone else. My favourite thing <laughs> is when an angry caller is on air talking to the presenter, and they think they're talking to. Well, they would call it the yeah. researcher. But it's normally the yeah. producer. They and they they don't know. I want to go on air and I want to tell this person that they're in. I, it's my favourite thing, and it yeah. happens a yeah. few times. Oh, that's very funny yeah. that happened. Yeah, I wanted to call a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, because a bit too nervous being the first time caller. Yeah. But that was when you had a bit of a dull moment going, God, these bloody new listeners yeah. uh, who watched me on the jungle. And I wanted to say, no, they're not all watching oh. me on the jungle. No, there are people who don't watch television and didn't know you were in the jungle or that the jungle was on, yeah? G- good for you, Dan. Well, no, reassuring, reassuring for yourself. So. Thank you, mate. Well, I'm, listen, I'm glad you yeah. found it through Rufus. And, Ruf, I've, you know, yeah. I've, I've got a week off in March. I'm guessing Rufus, we don't know. I'm guessing oh, Rufus excellent. will probably be... Wait. Oh, excellent, I can't wait! <laughs> oh, excellent, I can't wait! I quite like it, too. Oh, flipping yeah. heck, Dan! <laughs> I've got a week off. Excellent, I can't wait. When is it? Oh, unbelievable. Well, I'll note it in my diary. Thanks for calling, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Take mate. Care. Ta-ta. Excellent. I can't wait. <laughs> Cheeky git. 
Right, I'm going to make sure it's not uh, Rufus. It'll be. I'm not. I'm going to cancel that week off. That's what I'm going to do. That'll teach him. That'll learn him. Hey, what a cracking hour that was! <laughs> this show, we just get little glimpses of um, of what this show's going to be like in another year's time, another two years' time, when it keeps growing, and it is keeping growing. Uh, you know, because honestly, three reasons for the jungle: one, I needed the money, you know, to pay for stuff. Um, Two, I wanted my kids to see me on a silly show because they'd never really seen me on TV. And I wanted to see the, them to see me in, in a heroic, you know, silly, covered in slime thing. And three, I wanted to say in front of 12 million people, I'd do a radio show. And I made a real point of... Because of, you don't know what the, they're going to keep in the jungle. We talked about the radio show in there. I don't know if they showed it. But I made a real point of when I went out and sat with Ant and Deck. And they said, what did you make? Why did you do it? I said, I did it because I want to say I've got a radio show weeknights from 10 on talk radio. Said it to 12 million people. You, I mean, that is nuts. And all of the, the, the TV stuff I'm doing now where I'm the guest. So not Good Morning Britain or Loose Women because I'm there as part of the team. But all the stuff I'm doing like Sunday brunch, there's not much of it. There's a couple more podcasts and things. Um, it's all, they pay, of course they pay, you go and do silliness. And I, I say to everyone, as long as I can mention the talk radio show, if we can mention the rabbit hole, that'll be great. But as long as I can mention the talk radio show, that is what it's all about. No one else is doing it. No one else is plugging it. I might as well get out there and do it. Um, and it's great. You know, we've, we've had that with Skylar, with Dan, although I, to be honest, his attitude is, um... <laughs> Annoyed me a little bit, but um, it's we, 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 this is this is this is the late night radio show that I wish I didn't work on because I would be at home listening to it. You know, I, this is what I would be at home going. I should, I should really get up, but that last hour, I, I'll give it. I'll give it ten minutes and see where it goes. Well, give it a month and listen to Rufus. He's very good. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> We've got another hour, and for the first time this evening, the um, the switchboard is is absolutely empty. You've heard it now. You can call about anything. Um, I'll give you the phone number in a second. It's free for most of you, pennies at most. You'll speak to the lovely James, um, and he will take your name and number. He will call you back. I don't say that enough. You get called back, all right? So the call's on us. Uh, we switched off Periscope because, uh, you know, just really. Um, so the best way to get in touch is to give us a call. 0344 499 1000. OK? 0344 499 1000. My name is Ian Lee. Her name is Catherine Boyle. This is The Late Night Alternative. And you can listen to it weeknights from 10, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building
much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or toss it from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuff man that makes Eastwood look so fine. So, there's a really, there's an image in the newspapers today, right, that I find really confusing. Oh. I'm going to show it to you. I find it confusing because I know her. Ah. It's Toff in her pants. I know, it doesn't look like Toff. I had to read the name because it didn't look like Toff. Um, but... Because that's been air, airbrushed with an inch of its life. The photograph to which I refer. I find that so confusing. Um, I find it confusing. But there's a story there that I really want to, want to do. So we've got, we've got to fold that page up. Here's the thing with Toff. Yeah. And I know she's not... That, that image is not for me. No. I think she looks... I think she looks like a teenager. Um... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, I like Toff. I didn't really speak to Toff the first couple of weeks, and then the last week we got him really, really well. And then as soon as we got, we're getting towards the end, I was thinking, oh, Toff's going to win this. She ain't never going to speak to any of us ever again. And I was, I was right, and good for her. Why the hell not? Um, but I like Toff a lot, and um, I, I, you know, I've, I've, I shall always have a soft spot for Toff because I, she was, she was so kind to me. Um, wacky Noel Edmonds, oh. wacky Noel Edmonds, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way is the phone number. and No calls on the switchboard, um, but that's fine. Pick you want to phone up and chip in, you can. You speak to James, he'll call you back, and um, then we'll put you on the air. We're here until one o'clock, and then it's Paul Ross at one, and then at five o'clock it's James Max. It's the next couple of shows that are coming on. Wacky Noel Edmonds claims trees can talk to each other up to 50 miles apart. That's not that ridiculous. Do we know they can't? That's not that ridiculous. Their, their roots can go, not for miles, but their roots certainly stretch out very, very far. Someone told me once that an oak tree is as big underground as it is overground. That yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but with, like, um, skeleton squirrels running on it. It's like, the, it's like the inverse. It's like a negative. It's like a tree negative with, mm. with negative squirrels. The Knowles House Party host, 69, oh, <laughs> says in Africa, bushes turn toxic when giraffes eat them and communicate to warn their tree pals. Well, that can't be true, otherwise there'd be no giraffes. Yeah. He said, it's just a fact. Well. It's known they do. They communicate with each other. Well, I don't, I don't dispute that, that plant life... Why, why shouldn't plant life communicate with each other? Just because it has no mouth... Doesn't mean it can't communicate with it. Why can't they? I suspect they can on a very high frequency or low or on a on a frequency that we are interdimensionally they can communicate. There is a very well known bush in Zimbabwe, which the giraffe like to eat, and when they nibble away at one bush, it turns itself toxic because it's being invaded, assaulted. That message is sent... Right, Google this. Zimbabwe toxic bush. Really? 
Really? Catherine, please. That message is sent away to all those bushes in the area. He also claims we know this because he um, decided to attack online one of our listeners, Vaughan, um, because Vaughan had the um, misfortune to be negative and give himself cancer. Remember that? Remember when Vaughan gave himself cancer? By being negative. Um, I can't find anything obvious under Zimbabwe toxic bush, but I did find this from Psychology Today. Question. And this is from 2014. Maybe it's the same thing that Noel read and he's been keeping it in his mind. Wacky Noel. Are plants entering the realm of the sentient? In 1900, the Bengali biophysicist... The what? Bengali. No. Bengali? Bengali. Yes. And botanist Jagdish Chandra Bose... Yeah. Taught that plants are not merely passive organisms lacking sense. Instead, they implore, explore their environments and can learn and change their behaviour with purpose. Yep. Plants have an electrical nervous system, he claimed, that allows them to transmit information among their roots, stems, leaves and other parts. Sounds a lot like what Noel's trying to peddle there. Yeah. In the last couple of decades, botany's begun to catch up with these ideas, leading scientists to do some amazing questions. Are plants conscious? Do they have knowledge? Can they feel pain? In 1992, researchers discovered that tomato plants will produce certain proteins throughout their bodies when they are wounded. The speed of the response precludes the possibility of chemical signals. The plants are producing electrical signals to direct you're, you're losing me change slightly. to occur more quickly with more distant parts of the plant. Did you understand that, Ewan? Yeah, no. Are you on speakerphone? No, no. Right. Why do you keep phoning up, waiting on the line, and then hanging up and then phone up a bit later on? Because it's a little bit annoying. Uh, no, but the, the, the last time it wasn't me. My phone died, but it okay. had two times. Okay. People, my cousins, she rang you early on, okay. and she keeps spamming me by doing okay. phone just cause calls. It, just because it creates it creates more work for an already, already as I can see, already overworked team we've got here this evening. Um, it just create it just right. creates more work. It's just my cousin that was Brittany from Wales. She was speaking to you about a baby in a C-section. Oh, oh Brittany's your cousin. Oh, is that the co- is that is that yeah. the baby that you looked after? Yes, I was going to oh, tell her. I, I told her I I ran you and said I babysat her when she was two weeks old. Wowzers! Gosh. Yes, no. But Brittany sounds so normal. Pardon? Huh? What? Huh? Huh? Sorry. Well, I'm trying to get. And getting all my friends and family to ring in and listen to your show because also my other friend Mike Rose from Nancy Glow rang you last night, I believe. Right. About in uh, talking up to you about the celebrities he's met and the radio right. and what, what, the what have you what have you called in for? Well, just to tell you about and um, we, me and my friends and family and everyone in the South Wales Valleys, we all love it. Like to listen to talk radio live from London. That's and brilliant, that. fantastic. I mean, thank you. <coughs> Hello. Yes. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, oh! I thought it happened to me a couple of years ago. Was it? Did you get pissed? No, it was worse than that. I went to Spain. Yeah, had a few beers over there in Benidorm. Yeah, and in my apartment, where I was saying there's cockroach. Yeah. Uh, well, I noticed a couple. I didn't, say, I didn't say nothing, but right, I got home, yeah, two weeks later, and I had a lump on my face. I, I said to the doctor, what's, what's this flipping lump? He said, oh, that's nothing. Go, just go home and that'll be all right, yeah? A couple of weeks later, 
living, it was like lumps. I, I grabbed hold of it, tried to get it off my face, and now the cockroaches come out. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, but that's not even why. But why would? But right. First of all, that's not true. Well, it must have bit me in my sleep. The cockroach. Yeah, and then crawled into your skin, and lived there yeah. for a month. Yeah, it did. And, and all the babies, the cockroaches, right. come well, out of your face. But, but that didn't happen. It did. I'm telling you, yeah, it's it, a fact. It, it, <laughs> okay, so, all right. He's, he's a fact. He's, no, a, he's, he's telling us, and it's right. a fact. He's so emphatic about it. It must be oh, true. Yeah. That's legit. <laughs> it giggled, though, wasn't it? Yeah, how you doing? Um, um, my, my, my patience is wearing thin. Yeah, calf, uh, calves as calf patience. Thinner. Yeah, thinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. Well, okay. no, it's not good, but, I mean, it's nice to get words in this way, so I've been waiting to get through. I can't believe it through. It's too busy. No, no, you haven't. You, you phoned up about 45 seconds ago, and you yeah. came on the air about 40 seconds ago. No, I've Clock and it was no, block. no, 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 no. I asked. Yeah, I, I asked James. Yeah, I know you did. I asked James to say yeah. thanks. Thanks very much, Andre. Maybe not tonight. But no thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I, we do that. So people call in every single day. We're now in a very luxurious position yeah, where I can I say know. sometimes to ask him to call in tomorrow. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I've been doing some painting, yeah, and decorating around my house. Okay. But I need some bit of wallpaper. Right. Right now, is that hard to hang? It's 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 very easy to hang, and I think you should have another bottle of wine and go and do it. Yeah. What sort of wallpaper should I get? I think you should get um, one with a very complicated pattern that you have to match up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give it a whirl. It might be a bit of brain draining, mightn't yeah, it? A little bit of brain draining. Brain draining or training? Yeah, we go. Um, uh, Ian. Yes, Andre. Is it going to be another pointless, spurious 30 no, seconds of words just do... falling out of your ass? No, no, I can't do no wallpapering. You know why? Why is that, then? I'm medical retired. OK, thank you very much. Indeed. He's medical retired, guys. Um, he also claims, Noel Edmonds, also claims illness comes from negative energy and he says he only drinks positive water. <laughs> Oh, God, he's still going on about that, is he? From a mountain or a spring. And Noel believes water talks to itself. He said, water can communicate. Oh, yeah, it's communicating with us. It's communicating with other water. And he added, I haven't got a problem with sheeple calling me crazy. What's sane? What's crazy? You're, you're, you're crazy, I'm saying. There you go, I'll tell you that. The claims are the latest by the Deal or No Deal star. He once said electro-smog is a bigger issue than climate change or AIDS. Now, that's interesting. They've spelled AIDS, mm. capital A, lowercase I-D-S. Oh. That's incorrect, yes, isn't it? It's because, all uppercase. Because it's... Um... Autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Yeah. What are they thinking? What were they thinking, guys? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, Cobras. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Ah! Tired, man. After the show last night, I went to a very swanky hotel. It took ages to check in. And Did I was... it? It took about 20 minutes, and I was so tired because the guy was on the phone. There were other people behind the counter, but they said, oh, this guy will serve you. And I stood there, and it was um, 
It's 20 past one in the morning, and I was up at five. <laughs> and I stood there very politely, and my, I, my patience was worn so thin. But I was, and, and then it just took ages for this guy to do it. And he said, I've upgraded you to um, a, a room with a river view. And I said, well, like, like I just said, I'm, I'm leaving in, four, in less than four hours, but that's very kind of you. Would you like me to talk you through the facilities of the room? I said, dude, I'm, honestly, I'm going in there to sleep, and I'm getting up, and I'm, I'm going home. But thank you. Um... Um, uh, they took a, they took a hundred pounds off my credit card, off my debit card, so that if I stole anything from the minibar, they could deduct it from that. Damn it. So I, I did have two eight pound tiny tubs of Pringles and some chocolate and some, um, Oreos. That's what I had. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, this, this was in the, the, this was online the other day. I don't, I don't quite understand this story. A couple converted this garage into an extra home and hid it behind a fake door. So it's like a, it's like a garage that you'd get on the side or, or slightly away from a house. It's got, like, two doors, uh, you know, two garage doors. It's, it's the width of... Just width a little bit bigger than a small family car and a roof, right? So they, they converted it into a house, but then they put a garage door in front of it so okay. that it still looked like a garage. Like a screen, a fake... The couple converted this garage into an extra home and hid it behind a fake door. Planners had ruled the semi-detached house must keep the garage to ease parking. Dr Rita Herzala and Hamdi Almasri were convicted of illegal works after the up-and-over door was opened. (laughs) Magistrates find them each £770, the garage will have to be restored. Councillor Sheila Scott said, if you breach planning regulations and ignore us, we will not just go away. But that's not always true. Do you remember when we did, someone mentioned Three Counties, the local radio show we did, and there was a fella who, who'd, who'd he, he had a mansion and he had plans to extend it slightly and modernise it slightly. Mm. But basically, he just doubled the size of the mansion and he didn't have planning permission and he'd spent, like, I don't know, a million quid at least on it. And it was a big story because all the neighbours were like, this is outrageous. And the council were going... It's there now. It's there. It, you know, it looks it looks all right. He didn't have planning permission for that, but there's not really a lot we can do. And they let him get away with it. So I wonder if that, if how that ended. Cause what, it, it they was chased on... him limply for a while, didn't oh, they? Oh, the council's... Was it Luton Council? No, it would have been mid-beds. Those councils in the area Central were Bedford. so fey, really fey. I mean, you you really wanted to, um, if you wanted to commit, a, 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 you know, something against the council bylaws, you would do it in one of those areas because you'd get a strong email and someone coming on the radio saying, well, we, we, lessons have been learnt and this won't be happening again, and you get away with it. Here's what happened with me with Mid-Bedfordshire, when it was Mid-Bedfordshire rather than yeah. Central Bedfordshire. When I first started out as a journalist, you get access to the electoral roll oh, yes. online, and yeah. it was a big deal back yeah. then. Um, obviously, you could go to a library and do it, but, well, you know, because we were the BBC, we had it online. Yeah. And I checked what you do, what you do. You check your own address first off to see if do. it works. Of course you do, mate. And there was us... Yeah. Me, my dad, my mum, my sister, and then Sandeep Boyle. Oh! But with our surname. Sandeep! So I rang the council to say this, and do you know what they said to me? Yeah. You are silly. Huh? Sorry? Huh? 
you are silly. You can't rely on those things. I went, what, the electoral roll? Wow. Yeah, and that's the way they, that was their attitude. We were talking about this guy the other day. Have you seen the pictures of Nick Nolte? No. Classic. Classic Nolte. This is how, whenever I picture Nick Nolte, it's not like in Down and Out in Bed. Well, it's, it's, it's not like Mother Night or one of his other. I love Nolte. Love Nolte. 77 now. I'll show you the picture in a second. This is classic. He did this years ago. Classic Nolte. Hollywood star Nick Nolte looks like he's just crawled out of bed as he goes shopping in pyjamas. The actor's straggly beard and scruffy outfit made him look like his tramp character from 1986 hit down and out in Beverly Hills. It's clearly real style for a 77-year-old in L.A. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. I don't think they are pyjamas, <laughs> but that's classic Nolte. He's got clash- clashing plaids. That is classic. Well, hang- whoa, 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 whoa. We're not American. We don't call that plaid. He does. No, we don't call that plaid. We call that checked. Tartan. I call that checked. That top one's checked. That bottom one, it's a, it's a very loose tartan. All right, well. Don't, you know, my sister said plaid the other day. I said, what is this? This is this, this Americanisation of, of, uh, of everything. Can we stop that, guys? I caught you were the defender of the English language. I love Nolte, but I can't... Th- Have you seen Mother Night? No. It's great. John Goodman, written by Kurt Vonnegut. Vern- Vonnegut's in it briefly. Is it old, then? Um, late 80s. And um, basically, Nick Nolte... Oh, it's a, it's a great book. It's a, it's a decent film. It's the only good film made out of a, a Kurt Vonnegut book. But it's, it's great. So Nolte is... Um, he is working in Germany mm-hmm. just before World War II, or as World War II is kicking off, and he's about to flee. And then the CIA get in touch with him and say... He's, he's like a radio host or a broadcaster. And he, they say, we want you to work undercover and get as far up the Nazi chain as you, um, as you can get. And, um, and he basically is Lord Haw Haw, you know. The, right, the, yep. So he's in there basically doing all these messages about, um, you know, Hitler is good and the Jews are bad and all of this stuff. And he's passing on information that is helping the the allies and the war effort. Right, so Hitler, Hitler is good. Well, no, Jews but there's, 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 all, there's all stuff in it. It's, very, it's clever in that. And then, as the war comes crashing down and um, he gets... Uh, um, he has to escape. And basically the CIA deny all knowledge of him. <gasps> and it's, oh, it's so good. Watch it, man. It's such a good film. And he goes and lives in America. It's such a good film. So, I'm going to watch Mother Night. I'm going to I'm going to find me Mother Night. I'm going to watch that. I had it on DVD somewhere. I probably got rid of it in the, in the Great Purge. The Great Purge. It's, it's a great film. Vonnegut's in it briefly. But Nolte, you know, dressing a bit um, yeah. slack. Isn't that's not news, is it? He's been doing it for ages. Oh God, he's he do it once. He's been doing it for a long, long time. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Good evening. Da- oh, has Daisy gone? Where's Daisy gone? What's going on with people? Um, here we go. This is how I'm going to lose weight. And I've often thought this. It's a chomp warning. It says here, chomp warning. Chewing food slowly can cut the risk of obesity by a third, a study suggests. Now, no, because I've thought this. I've, this. I've created this diet myself. Because um, if you rush your food, you don't feel full up. Because mm. so you, you're not digesting it. It's not until about 20 minutes after a meal that I feel full up. Because I can keep eating and then... If you eat it slowly, you digest it 
you digest it better and you don't eat as much. This is, this is science. It's in the paper. People who ate their meals at a normal rate... Oh, this might be bollocks. ...were 29% less likely to be dangerously fat than those who wolf down their nosh. Well, it, then it's... Is it... Um, there's a phrase for it, and I can't think... Um, is it cause and effect? It's, that's not the right phrase, but... Those who ate... Uh, actually, that's bollocks. I read a thing once. Uh, you know Paul... Well, you know Paul McKenna. You but actually know Paul I, McKenna. I know Paul, I've not spoken to him for years, but I know... If Paul McKenna were to walk into this room now, we'd have a lovely conversation, yes. Uh, I've read uh, part of his book, How to Make Yourself Thin, or yeah. I Can Make You Thin, or something it's called. Um, and he talked about how if you blindfold someone... Ooh, yeah. ..and let them eat... Yeah, sensual. ..they won't eat everything on the plate. They'll eat until they're full. Yeah. If you can see, you'll eat everything on the plate. Oh. And it's that thing of... Um, so that's what he sort of advocates reducing plate size. What's the, is, it, is, it, is there one in London, the Ninja Restaurant? There's, de- there's definitely one in Japan. And we, every time we go to Japan, I've only been three times, I forget to book it in advance. But basically... Oh, no, there's a dark restaurant. There's, a, there's yes. a blackout restaurant here and in New York. But in, um, in, uh, uh, in Japan, I said, I said, maybe it's not dark. But they get served by ninjas. And you don't see them? No, you do. It's kind of sneak up on you. And Shut stand. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be weird. Let me find the ninja restaurant. I'm sure... I'm sure... Um, uh, why did I think it was in the dark? Ninja restaurant. Tokyo. The greatest city in the world. Um, here we go. Here we go. There's a video of it. We dine as ninjas slink around to and fro in the darkness. Anyway, let's have a little... Uh, is Mary and Sean's Adventures Abroad Warfare Dining Here we go Alright, we're in Tokyo and we're just about to go inside a very special restaurant So we've been really looking forward to this Can anyone guess what it is? Ninja Restaurant It's a ninja restaurant Get a microphone right, so let's go inside Here we go Ninja I don't know what ninja means I'm not an idiot. But ninjas are dangerous because of their abilities. Ninjas live in private groups, rarely seen in public circles. Until I don't think I don't, they're actually no. real ninjas. They got all right. All right. Let's start. It's a ninja scroll menu. All right. Does it look tasty? Yes. Should we order the $200? Your... Oh, okay, so, uh, Yeah, it's darkness, look. It's darkness. I'd have some of that. I just wish I'd gone to that. I need to go to Japan again soon. Evening, Simon. Evening, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Good, yeah. I've got a new topic. We don't want to go down this route. OK. Um, so celebrities who have been rude to you. Um... I've got a, I've got a little bit of a story. When I was a young lad, probably about six or seven... Yeah, go on. I had my first, first experience of being told to... F off. Yeah. Was it Amanda uh, Barry or, or what's her name? <laughs> Sherry Hewson. Sherry Hewson. Because they were doing that yesterday no. in Bogner. No. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> it's true. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't them. Oh, okay. Was, no, was it, it Keith some... Chegwin? Because Cheggers no. could tell people to F off a bit. Uh, it was an athletics meeting before the Olympics. Yeah. Daley Thompson. Oh, oh. Simon, steady on. Go F off. Uh, well, we know. You said it. It's a yellow card now, man. Sorry, I do apologise. Yeah, OK. So basically, 
or your kids will go f off. Yeah, we yeah we got um, that. Yeah, when you when you actually said it. Yeah, we got that. Bizarre yeah. because normally you know we were asking for his autograph. Yes, I was amazed, and then of course a couple of parents heard it. Yeah, and got involved with the conversation. With did him. they did they have a word with it? Because if I if if he'd have said that to one of my kids, I'd have been oi. Thompson, yeah, the, you, you, not only have you buggered up two ZX Spectrums for me, you're now yeah. having a go at my kids. Yes, those keypads, those keypads tuck in there. Yep. I just wanted to know, any celebrity been rude to you ever, Ian? Yeah, Al Jardine from the Beach Boys. Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> Al Jardine from the Beach Boys, yeah, rude to me. I'm never going to let that one go. Loads of celebrities have been rude to me. Um... But primarily Al Jardine from the Beach Boys is the one that gets me because I love the Beach Boys. And I even called him Mr. Jardine. Yeah. Um, he didn't tell me to F off, though. Um, Not with th- his words. No. I mean... <laughs> um, do you want to see if Paul Ross wants to start half an hour early? Because I'm losing the will to live tonight. I'll tell you what we'll do. Last 30 minutes. James, rest your fingers. We'll take calls straight to air if anyone wants to play that. We'll take calls straight to air. So you'll call up 0344 499 1000. I will see you on the screen. I will put you through. Um, yeah, I, I suspect we won't get many takers for that tonight as, as the, the calls have dropped off a bit, and that's absolutely fine. There's only another 30 minutes, and then Paul Ross comes on at one. I'm Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, hmm. Pull straight to air for the last 30 minutes if you want, but there's no there's no fuss if you don't want. But me and Kath and my mate Simon went out, Simon I've not seen for ages, we went out for dinner, we went to Nando's. And we went into Nando's, there was a big old queue there. And I thought I heard them say, hang on a second, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, cool. Well, hello. And now you're not. Um, I thought I heard them say it's going to be like an hour to sit down, right? Because there's a few people in front of us. So I, I heard that and I went, oh, let's go somewhere else. We went off for a burger. Well, this fella, Colin, was in front of me. He just emailed me. Hello, Ian. Hope you're well. Saw you coming into Nando's earlier. You left pretty quickly after arriving because of the queue for a table. Then there's a long email, which I will read Colin at some point, but I'm not going to read it now, but you, I can, I'm skimming it and I can see, see some nice things. P.S. Um, everyone in the queue was seated about 90 seconds after you left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh, he's emailed in. He's not emailed in to rub it in, but th- there you go. Um, <laughs> isn't that funny? Went and had a nice burger instead, though, and I ate too much food, and I've got to stop eating too much food. This is what I've got to do. I cannot... It get, cannot get my head around this um, this weight thing. Let's have a look at the Daily Star, because I didn't have the Daily Star in the office, so let's see if we missed if we missed anything. Pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. Everyone's doing pancakes. That's, that's all right. Um, uh, Star Wars icon Mark Hamill says he would have been happier without returning to play Luke Skywalker. He could have said no. Yeah. He had the option to say no. I don't think that... I don't think... Disney held a, a he, gun at his head. Did he give the feedback? Yeah. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> Got to be quick, guys. The 66-year-old was loving life, voicing animations and video games before his screen comeback in The Last Jedi. He said, 
I was happy doing voice. I was happy doing voiceovers like the ultimate lazy actor's dream. You don't have to memorise lines. You can show up looking like Kel. If they hadn't asked us back, I'd have been good with that. I know people who work with him and said he's he's a tricky old fish. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hello. I'm enjoying the show, Ian. You carry on. Um, it's a good one, too. First one. Is it wrong that I'm having chicken and fish fingers? Um, that's surf and turf, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely fine. You, you, me, me. If I were you, I would I would have stuffed the fish fingers in the chicken. No, they'd complain. Oh. They, they put up enough of a fight putting them in the oven as it was. There we go, you see. Well done. And secondly, yes. uh, along the theme of Daley Thompson and I won't swear, no. I was at Barnet v. Uh, a Barnet game many years ago. Barnet v. Barnet? That sounds like an unusual fixture. Who won? Barnet. <laughs> Actually, it was Barnet v Barnet. It was um, Carl Hoddle's testimonial. So it was Barnet oh. v Barnet Reserves, I think. OK. So I accidentally said what it was. And then I'm, I'm like you. I love my gaming. I'm a fan of uh, Daley Thompson's Decathlon. That yeah. man has... It's the reason why I've got short fingers. Yeah. And he walked past, and I went, oh, hello, Daley. And he stopped. I said, oh, what team do you support? And don't worry, I'm not going to swear. He says, none. I don't effing like football. <gasps> so, hang on a minute. He played football for Reading, didn't he? He played for who? <laughs> He, Daley Thompson played football for Reading, didn't he? Don't think so. I know he played no, in no. the Charity Shield one S- year. Excuse me, uh, excuse me, I think was, excuse, me. excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. What? Hello? I think so. Oh, I, I he agree. played Daley Thompson. Daley Thompson played uh, for Reading for one season. Did he actually make any first-team appearances, though? Yes. What did... Right, hang on a minute. Right now, you're qualifying it. Even if he didn't, yeah. I'm still right. But yes, he did. He actually scored yeah, in a friendly against Leatherhead. Thanks very much for calling. Line two, you're on the wireless. Are aliens real? Yep. Radical. Thanks for calling. How was NASA? I like to help those guys out. Yeah, Daddy Thompson. He played, um, and it was, he was he was quite old as well. He was sort of. I'm going to say he was about 38 when he did it. It was in '94. Yeah, it was a big old thing. It was a long time after he quit the um, the the decathlon uh, nonsense. 38. I'm going to say mm. when he joined Reading. Am I right? Don't know. There we go. Yeah, say yes then. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Perfect. So you got to do. Um, it's a shame there isn't like a swearing competition. He'd win that. Yeah. If, if Daley Thompson's um, used the F word in front of you, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. You tossers! Oh. A pancake race has been scrapped after Killjoys warned people could get hurt running on wet, muddy grass, and also that it was boring and pointless. Organisers said they had no choice but to call off today's planned event because the Met Office was predicting heavy rain and 40-mile-per-hour winds. (laughs) Yes, yes, line one. I want to know something about your name, pal. Right? You've got a Scottish name. Yes. I-E-I-N. My, and my last name is my last name is Rugby. In Scotland, it's pronounced Rugby. And my no, second no, cousin... Hold on, hold on, no, hold you on, hold on, hold you on. hold on. My second cousin played football for Aberdeen. I want to know, right? How can you have a Scottish name you've not got a Scottish accent? That's not right. Thank you. Neither of you. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Joe Cox was probably cheating on... There we go, there we go. Um, race bosses fear the wet ground. Right, OK, hang on. This is the, the, the front page is, snowflake health and safety officials have declared war 
on pancake races. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's not. No. Health and safety officials have said that this particular pancake event would be unsafe. So this, I love when we had a really good health and safety guy. Because I like health and safety because it's there to stop people dying. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons we have health and safety is because a guy died filming a stunt for Noel Edmonds' Late Late Breakfast Show, whatever it was called back in the day. A guy called Michael Lush, I think his name was. Horrific, horrific thing. And, and it's it quite primarily, primarily, partly because of that tragic accident that health and safety, have health and safety. And what they do is they, for the most part, 98% of it is going, right, OK, um, yeah, no, I think that looks safe. You can do that. And, like, 2% is nonsense. But most of it is... is, is really, yeah. They're there to stop people dying. Like industrial accidents in factories that used yes. to kill a lot of people. How many, how many people... Hello? Oh. This is a tune. This is a tune. Keep playing it. Keep playing it. I'm going to find it and match it up. I'm going to... Keep playing it. Here we go. Where is it? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Play this song. Right. Oh... Right, I'm going to try and match it up. I'm going to match it up. Here we go. There we go. That's what we're talking about. Two, you're on the wireless. Oh, oh he's playing his phone. No. Hello. Can you? I like that.
Yes? Uh, so, I think, I think you're a bit of a con, man. Thank you very much indeed, madam. There we go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Paul Ross will be up soon. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that the mundo? <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll take calls straight to air. Someone sent me this. It better be good. My, my patience is wearing thin. Kids sing a r- rough rendition of Here Comes the Sun at a Massachusetts talent show in 1981. They mess up numerous times and have several false starts. It's very charming. Right, well, I will be the judge of that. Let's let's. And listen. Eric Comst. Let's give him a big hand. Ooh. Here Comes the Sun. The, 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 that hiss, that hiss is already annoying me. Whoa! What do you think I want to listen to that? We've got our own children. Awful. Not charming. It's not the Langley Schools project. It's awful. I've not seen this programme, the love, the, the, the new Love Island. What is it? Dunno. Um, Danny Dyer's daughter will be given a second chance on reality TV with a place on Love Island. She was forced to pull out of Survival of the Fittest after dislocating her shoulder in a fall during its first episode on Sunday. The 21-year-old said she was absolutely gutted at having to leave the South African paradise after a day. But ITV2... Bosses promised the babe a spot on its sister show, Love Island. Wah. To make up for a disappointment. And Danny went on to tease after her exit. I hope this isn't the last you've seen of me. The shock offer risks sending her protective dad, Danny Dyer, the actor, into meltdown. Survival of the fittest also involves dating, but it's meant to be more about a battle of the sexes in physical and mental challenge. Is, But Love Island is about shagging. And in the next series, ITV bosses are promising any holes a goal. What? With bonus points for up the bum. What? This is how... Bonus? Bon- yeah, exactly. Hello, line one. Yep, Hello. Hello? Okay, let's go to that kid that keeps calling up. Hey, son, how's it going? What's the best radio? Sorry? What? Hello? Yes? This is the best radio. Right, okay. It's not. It's the only thing that's worth listening to on the radio, though. No, it's not. Well, what's better? Um, short cuts on Radio 4, hosted by Josie Long. That's better. Is it really? Yes, it really is. I've got, I've got dozens of them stored up on my iPod and stored up on my computer, and I dip into them whenever I feel blue. 
I do. Well, I didn't. I didn't like you on I'm a Celebrity, but you're very good on the radio. Okay. So. But why would you? Why? But why would you? Uh, okay, you're young. I mean, that's that's cool, man. I'm, you know. But why would you? Why would you tell someone you didn't like them? Because it's important to be honest. Well, no, it's not. It's not. And here's the thing: it's not. It's um. It's important to be honest when it is appropriate to be honest. But sometimes being honest can hurt people unnecessarily, can't it? Well, yeah, but. Surely you know you were acting no. on the Amos mm, Lovelace. No, I wasn't. Well, he, okay, fine. Well, I wasn't acting. Some of it. Well, no, I wasn't acting. Um, I was being myself. But, 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 but here's the thing: saying to someone, "I didn't like you two months ago, but I like you now," that isn't. It, it, it might sound like a compliment to you because you're inexperienced in social situations, but it's not a compliment. It's it's it is, um, and I know you didn't mean it this way, but it is. It can be. It can be hurtful and it can be rude. I'm just saying that. Oh, I, yeah. I listen, I'm big enough to take it on the chin, but um, sometimes I'm not big enough to take it on the chin. And you may you may feel you may meet other people as life goes on where you didn't like them two months ago, but you like them now. You don't need to tell them that. Also, what happened to Amir afterwards? Sorry. Well, is it Amir, the other guy who dressed up as a cat? Did you did you did you did you listen to anything I just said? Yeah. What did I just say? You said that it's not always good in social situations from lack of experience and that it won't always not be offensive and that you can take it on the chin. It's kind of not what I said, but okay, it's late. It's late. It's late. Yeah, but what happened with Amir though? When? After I'm a celebrity, I thought something happened. I don't know. You'll have to you'll have to speak to Amir to ask him what's happened to Amir. I've only seen him once, I think, since after I'm a celebrity. Oh, I thought like he hated you afterwards or something. Where did you hear that? I can't remember. I think I'm getting mixed up with something. Well, I I, I appreciate your new listenership. Yeah. Okay. Also, the thing on Sunday with the aliens is also quite good. Howard Hughes. Is Howard Hughes, 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, is excellent. Mm-hmm. OK, I'm, I find myself reading the newspaper now instead of listening to you, so that means it's time for me to move on. Thank you. Hello, line one. When I was young, so much younger than Sunday. OK. Um, get your lover in a four-poster bed? Easy. Fiver for a night of passion. I mean, assuming it's five pounds, not five people. I don't get why four-poster beds are supposed to be romantic. I've, I've slept in four-poster beds. Honey, wedding night was in a four-poster bed. I've stayed in hotels for four-poster And you go, you go, the first time you... Four-poster beds, I think, are sexy to, like, 19-year-olds. Mm. 19-year-olds go, ooh, four-poster bed, bit sexy. Uh, it's not. Unless you're, like, doing, you know, you, you're tying up. Or something, but but it's, it's not. Is it the curtains thing? Do you close the curtains? No, you don't close the curtains when you're in a four-poster bed. Oh. Budget-conscious lovers. I would never make love to someone who is budget-conscious. <laughs> Can spend a fiver and get a self-assemble four-poster hotel bed. Basically, it's, it's like a marquee over your bed. Oh, God. The striking um, 
Fold-out structure comes complete with a pink and orange canopy set off by a chiffon effect. Oh, someone tweeted us saying they want to propose to their partner at the rabbit hole in Bath. First things first, I don't believe it. I think it's... um, I think it's... I don't believe it. But secondly, God, no. I could never be complicit in such a public form of bullying. Mm. Proposing to someone in front of an audience is, I think, puts so much pressure on the person who is being proposed to. Because obviously it's someone that you like, possibly someone you love. So you don't want, you know, if the answer's no or maybe or can we think about this or actually I've got issue. Yeah. Um, Or I meant I was going to tell you today that mum's got cancer and I just want to, you know, whatever it is, right? No one wants to embarrass someone that they are um, affectionate to. All right, not even affectionate. No one wants to embarrass someone they like in front of 100, 200,000 people. Well, hopefully it's one of many decisions you'll be making together in your life. You don't need a load of people who don't know you, don't know your situation. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, putting pressure on her. Or him. Because in this situation, it's a woman. But men can um, propose to men. Mm-hmm. Women still can't know. <laughs> this is why they can't have um, a lesbian marriage because women are only allowed to propose to women on leap years. So it just it just never happens. This four poster, orange and pink. Um, the striking photo come with a pink and orange canopy set off by a chiffon effect netting. Sounds, chiffon effect. Sounds ghastly and highly flammable. Romantics can even enjoy a bottle of bedside bubbly, a litre of Premier, Premier Cru Fanta. A litre? Of Fanta. Premier Cru Fanta. It's Fanta. Fizzy pop. And a Terry's chocolate orange thrown into the upgrade price. Oh. The Easy Hotel chain is trialling the new DIY edition at oh. its flagship Croydon Hotel in South London. You're staying at the Easy Hotel at this point, right? <laughs> OK. Jorge Rodriguez, the Romantic Experience Coordinator. Oh, gosh. The Romantic Experience Coordinator, the master of shagging, at Easy Hotel boasted of the steps we take to add extra romantic touches to our guests' experience at Easy Hotel. This is a joke, right? This is a, this is a joke. Um, this is a joke. For, for £5 and with a little imagination and a bit of elbow grease, guests can transform their room into romantic havens. This combined with the bedside bottle of bubbly... It's, it's Fanta. Orange, though, isn't it? Will no doubt be irresistible for some. <sighs> oh, Orange, because there are rooms at Easy Hotel start at £19.99 a night. The chain runs 20... I've, I stayed in an Easy Hotel. It was, um... Yeah. Um... Yeah. Do you prefer but, something a bit more difficult? Yeah. Um... Just going through, I didn't get a chance to look at the star before we came. Oh, there's bums everywhere. Bums, bums, bums. Bums are the new boobs. Alan Partridge is returning with the BBC chat show for the first time since 1995. And this annoys me because the BBC really ruined the press release. Because they said who it was written by. They said the name of the actress playing his um, sidekick. And they said 
um, Alan Partridge is played by Steve Coogan. No, no, no. What are you thinking? You put it out there that Alan Partridge and this I don't I don't know the the, 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 the his sidekick's name on camera. Put it out not that Lynn. They, no, it's not. Put it out like as a proper press release. Alan Partridge, because it started off great. Alan Partridge is returning to the BBC with his first chat show since his last one ended in disaster when he accidentally killed a guest, right? And it, that was the like the opening line. I thought, oh, this is a great... And there's the like third paragraph in the press release. It's great, isn't it? Come in, Paul. Third paragraph in the press release is then Alan Partridge is, of course, played by Steve Coogan, and um, and it, they ruined it. Is this all part of the BBC now? They're not allowed to deceive, so you're not allowed oh, to have any imagination. They ruined it. They <laughs> deceive all the time. They pretend the one show's a current affairs show. <laughs> I caught ten minutes of it this afternoon. They're asking Mary Berry uh, well, about dating apps. Hang on, hang on. Guys. That's a fish four days old. And I show. just say, is that, can't, whoa, hang on. He loves them now. Uh, my, my <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely people. My mother and I were on the one show the other day making a very powerful But that's the reason I've Kansas. tuned in ever since. You have ruined my tea times. You have got... <laughs> isn't it funny how my... my uh, bit of money and... I, like, everyone be quiet, please, guys. You've got 40 seconds, Paul, to okay. sell your show. Why should the listeners carry on listening after one o'clock, Paul Ross? Pancake Day fills me with boredom, but we're crossing live to Liberal in Kansas, oh. which since 1950 has competed with Olney and Buckinghamshire on pancake racing. They take it as a sport really? and somebody wins. They did it at midday today. Oh. And it's called Liberal because they used to give away free water in the 1890s. Oh. And the people say, how liberal of you. Was it positive water, the water that, that Noel Edmonds um, uh, drinks? He only drinks positive water. When he did his cosmic ordering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. cosmic ordering an improvement in the one show. <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping to be back there soon, Paul, and I will certainly will be Then I'll be watching. It. If you're the co-host, thank I'll be watching. You, thank you very much indeed. Uh, uh, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, James, dear listener. Thank you so much for uh, putting up with this nonsense tonight. We'll be back tonight at ten. Until then, from us, ta-ta!